So I know yesterday Walter's audio was a little loud and mine was a really quiet. So first of all, I apologize to everyone uh, for that that watches it either on Utreon, YouTube, or if you listen to it on iTunes. But just let me know. I want to make sure my audio is coming in good. Um, Jay Gru says we're live. Appalachian Gunrunner says sounds good. Jay Gru says sound is good. All right. Awesome. That being said, I do want to remind everyone to uh, go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for the email list over there. Look around the site. That's the place to go. You can find out all the different platforms we're on. If you're watching this later when we put it up on YouTube, we are doing this on Utreon so I could go like this. And I, man, I don't think I've shown my KSG in a while. Oh, I even, I think I even have this on here so I could put a suppressor. I totally forgot. Should have brought that suppressor with me too. So that's why we're doing all this. And you can find us if you want to, if you want to join us live here and get your comments and stuff like that in on the chat. We're on Utreon, that is U-T-R-E-O-N, and we usually do this Monday to Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Tonight is our last night this week. The van has to go in for work, and then there's a whole bunch of stuff I have going on through the end of the week. I'm not going to be able to make it to uh, the Gundys, unfortunately, but you know, rest assured I'm going to be working out there. And then also after this, later on tonight on YouTube, slash stranger palooza we're going to have a premiere of a very cool if you're into sprinter vans if you're into vans at all i have a video on the 144 sprinter vans that's the short 19 foot ones and uh, we can talk about that later as we get into it all right andy of hightower armory are you ready sir i'm ready okay absolutely i'm gonna start everything there's gonna be some stuff here in the opening um and uh, let's let's do it Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, let's see. We are live. Let's get the jazz hands going. Come on, Andy. Jazz hands. All right. I hope you I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there on Utreon. We are live. This is episode 869 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. My guest tonight is Andy of Hightower Armory uh, joining us. There he goes. They've got a new stock <laughs> announcement. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming, yeah, your 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 uh, image there is a little bit, but I think you're you're. I don't know if that's me. I know I'm out on the highways. Yeah, a little bit, but I think you're good. You're going in and out, but um, I think okay. we're we're good right now. But I'm on the highways. Hopefully, my signal's good. It could be my fault. Yeah, Lola says we're doing good here. So, um, Andy, what's up, man? What's going on? Well, uh, I mean, a lot of things. It depends uh, what what uh, avenue you want to go down. But yeah. how are you? Uh, how are you? Let's start with you. We'll <laughs> tease the people. There's definitely a new stock coming. We'll tease everyone yes, out there. There's, yeah. there's a new stock coming. Tell you what, let's let's do this. We'll pull it in and uh, 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 and, uh, and uh, we oh, we're going right. We're just going right in. We're going we're right going in. in. We're, we're just gonna go for it. Here it is. Yeah, this, this is looks our good. MBS twenty two. This is our all new. Uh, yeah, hold it right in the middle five. there. Let's um, get a look at it. Hold it like, let's see, hold it a little bit. Dia uh, like, 
Yeah, just back up a little bit so we can see the whole thing. The whole thing. There you go, right there. Yeah, I like it. It looks good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so um, this is uh, basically, this is kind of the culmination of, you know, 10 years of working in this industry, in the uh, the bullpup uh, conversion industry, I guess, if you want to call it that, in the gun mm -hmm. industry uh, writ large. But yeah, basically, there's some, some features on this um, that you're not going to find on any other bullpup conversion, um, and especially not any for the Ruger 1022. So there's a lot of options out there um, that uh, you know people have for uh, 1022 bullpups. And so what we decided to do was kind of uh, perfect every single aspect that we possibly could of the, um, you know, let's say the bullpup conversion uh, and really try to make not just a really good bullpup conversion, but an extremely good bullpup generally. And that's that's really what we're after is trying to make something um, that, you know, even if it were a ready-made off-the-shelf rifle um, would, would be, you know, top tier uh, in terms of bullpups. And so, uh, that's really what we're what we're hoping this achieves, and so this is just a prototype right now. Um, we're in the tooling process, so that's usually a couple month long process. Um, but this prototype actually is doing everything that we were hoping it would do. Um, so we have really high hopes for the finished molded parts when we get to that stage. Um, there's a couple features, and I don't know um, if we want to dive in. You know, just going. Yeah, we're here. We're here. Let's do it. First, if you guys have any questions well, on here, but. Yeah, so if the guys have questions, we will we will definitely get to it, and we'll cover it again in the Gorn section of the show. We've got the show broken up into 20-minute segments, and right now we're in the welcome, so we might as well just do this while we're here. Sure. Uh, so this is a 22. Is there a name for this? you have a name? Yeah, so this is our MBS 22, so um, kind of like our MBS 95, which um, I do have one around here somewhere, but... Uh, it's like our MBS 95 for the high point carbine. Um, it's our modular bullpup system. So, um, what that means is, is that we built this unlike, you know, more traditional or more common bullpup conversions where it's a left and right clamshell design. Um, like you would see, um, on our 9022, for instance, um, this is a, a more modular system where there's an upper, uh, section here in black. And then there's this lower section in white. Um, there's a butt pad, uh, and we can, we'll cover this a little bit more in a sec. Um, there's a knuckle guard. Um, all these parts are removable, and so um, they're, they're much easier and much more friendly to service uh, in the field with minimal tools. So this will actually come apart um, just with three pins. That's all you need to take this apart, um, whereas, say, a more traditional clamshell design like our 9022, um, there's going to be you know a number of screws that you would have to uh, unscrew in order to separate the two halves. So this is just a couple of pins and, you know, you're able to, to disassemble it. Now there is, um, the one thing that you will have to screw, which we couldn't really get away from is the, uh, um, the main takedown screw on your 1022. Right. But mm -hmm. one thing you're looking at doing down the road would be making a, you know, custom thumb screw that, uh, you could pretty quickly and easily just unscrew by hand, um, in order to disassemble that. So we're going for a, a, a truly toolless, um, assembly process on this and yeah uh, um, it, it's allowed us in a weird way it's actually allowed us to do some cool things um, that uh, you you might not be able to do as easily uh, in a less um, you know quick or or simple design um, the fact that it separates 
vertically up, up and down, uh, lower and, and bottom, um, you actually, or uh, upper and, and lower, excuse me, you've got a, uh, uh, the potential for changing up the trigger mechanism in here a little bit um, with how we, I guess, create the linkage and tie everything together. Um, and that allows us to do some pretty cool stuff in terms of how we can adjust the trigger mm -hmm. um, on the front end. So um, there are some advantages to this beyond just the assembly, uh, but uh, yeah, there's there's some some neat things that maybe aren't readily available to you know to be observed on the outside here that are going on inside. Um, and so we're really excited to show people how that that part of the system works too, beyond just the assembly um, and some of the more you know uh, basic ergonomic improvements. Um, that you can see from the outside. Right. So DCG44 says, welcome back, Andy. Shout out to DCG44s. Um, he, know, he knows why. He he just hooked me up with uh, a very nice bullpup. I have not received it yet or anything like that. Um, I will have it here on the show when I get it, when the show comes back. So shout out to him. Uh, let's see here. We got We got new stuff coming in, which we will get to here in a second. If you guys have questions for Andy on this new bullpup we'll cover that 42 chill says it looks good so um the name i'm kind of disappointed it's not called the hank yeah, but, uh, <laughs> well i mean we could we could probably arrange we could, something we could work on a version <laughs> we could work on a on a hank version so with that um with that takedown screw you know are you guys gonna make your own screw that goes in there because it'll be cool maybe you can have like a cutie point or something there you know something useful where that yeah goes. exactly that's mm -hmm. exactly where we're heading, where this pocket that mm -hmm. the screw sits in, I don't know if mm -hmm. you're able to make that out or not. It's probably yeah, we, kind of hard because it's a more white material. Yeah, um, we can see it, though. A little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, basically, It's the black spot is, in the middle uh, of the gonna, snow right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically, this pocket will be kind of an oblong shape. Mm -hmm. So the nice thing about it is, is we're going to have, like, essentially a, a QD... It, it can't be attached to the screw itself, but it's going to have to be like a QD cup that the screw passes through in order to secure it for one point use. Um, we've got it designed. We just have to machine a couple of them to test them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, basically uh, it would be something that would give you nice one point sling access for a QD uh, mount. And um, again, we're looking at doing some type of a thumb screw, you know, knurled thumb screw that, um, yeah, when you tighten it down, you can do it by hand. You don't need to uh, resort to Allen wrenches or um, a screwdriver or anything like that. But mm -hmm. what is cool, um, since we're talking about the disassembly on it here, the butt pad uh, actually is, like I said, it's removable, but it's also a, see if I can do this one-handed. There we go. It's also a storage compartment, and it mm -hmm. will hold, see if I can do this without tipping them out. It'll hold... One magazine, and it also holds. You can see in there, down here, the Allen wrenches you need to disassemble the kit. So, um, if you were to, you know, need to take the the action out of the out of the stock, it does hold the five thirty seconds wrench that you need to disassemble it um, okay. in the in the back of the stock here. So, oh, that's yeah. Cool. Worst case, if, if you did need the tool, it's available to you and it stores in the butt. So. Kind of like yeah. our magazine coupler, um, for those of you who have seen that before and know um, what this product is, but it links two 10-round mags together, and uh, it's got, you can kind of make that out there, it's got the wrench that uh, assembles the coupler mm -hmm. in stored inside the the uh, coupler body. Very itself. cool. So, same, 
Yeah, same general same principle principles. and um, kind of gives you, the, I guess, the convenience um, of having that uh, that close by without worrying about losing it. Okay. So Night Train says, "What's do you know what the price point is going to be?" And now this is just the stock, right? So this is not the complete. Correct. This is not the complete gun. It's just a stock, and it works. For, it's from a ten twenty two. That's basically the guts of what goes into it, right? Yep, exactly. And and this will work with. Um, what's really cool about this is too, unlike our other our ninety twenty two, um, where it only worked with the standard, you know, eighteen and a half inch Ruger. Uh, you know, common carbine model. Mm -hmm. um, this one will work with pretty much any 1022 that's currently available for or uh, from Ruger. And uh, um, so, yeah, basically this will fit uh, the Ruger uh, charger as long as it has a 10-inch barrel, it need, or I should say a 9-inch barrel. I think yeah. most of them are 10, but in order to get to about here, there's a, there's a wall where uh, basically uh, it's kind of sealing off the front of the stock from the elements. So, you could run a suppressor. I'll show you the front here. Oh yeah, suppressors must be run. Did you give us the price point? Um, I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, getting back, getting back to that. Thank you. Right. Um, right now we're thinking right around one hundred and fifty dollars is our is okay. our target. Okay. Um, so we're coming in at about half the price of what our ninety twenty two is. Okay. Um, it may go more. It may go less. It, it depends on what the you know what some of the pricing of material mm -hmm. and stuff does in the next couple of months here. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it'll work with uh, 1022s. It'll work with chargers, takedowns. Um, that's another thing that our other stock didn't. Oh, work with is it going to work with? It, would it? Would it work with a charger length takedown barrel? Yeah. So if, if you have the 10 inch barrel takedown charger, mm -hmm. um, you can absolutely run it in this. Ooh. Again, you would just need. Um, yeah, which I, I know I'm pretty excited to, to grab one of these. I have, a, I have a. I have a. Right. It's not to interrupt you, but I have it integrally suppressed. Charger takedown barrel. That okay? Yeah, that's exactly exactly <laughs> what we're looking at. This. This, something yeah. like that where if you've got, um, and it, it'll take nine twenty bull barrels too. So if you have, uh, even if you have a barrel that's shorter okay. than say ten inches or nine inches, mm -hmm. um, you'll be able to run that. You know, if it's a bull barrel or a, or mm -hmm. a nine twenty suppressor, I should say, it'll run like a bull barrel in here, and you could run it pretty much any length you want as long as it is you know the overall length is at least nine inches to mm -hmm. get you to right in this area and that's where the the mm -hmm. bushing is that holds the barrel in place and kind of seals off the the front end of the stock from the elements so if you're going to shoot you know say a 22 um rimfire match and you have to do you know if you're going from a crawl or shooting under a barricade or something um the nice thing about this is even though it's open on the front it's it's got a a protective wall in here that's going to keep debris and stuff from getting back into uh, the action and the guts of the stock here. So, okay, um, yeah, we were trying to kind of cover all of our bases, figure out what works, what doesn't work, um, you know, what we've seen yeah. people have issues with in the past, and then um, try to remedy anything that uh, may have come up. So this is we we really do think this might be um, you know one of the most advanced uh, bullpups for especially for the 1022, but it's certainly out of all the conversions. Um, that have ever been tried. This is, we're hoping, one of the best that uh, that's ever been done. So it's right. got a lot of, yeah, it's got a lot of things that you don't see on other conversions, and uh, and certainly, like I said too, even other bullpups in general. Just the the speed of the takedown on this is really pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, even for you know something maybe more like a military application, like a divorce, um Again, very quick uh, takedown mm -hmm. on that. 
and this is right up there with it in terms of serviceability and you know ease of of uh, maintenance and stuff. So, so um, lots of lots of a couple of things coming in here. I see Rich uh, Flying Rich is out there. Shout out to him. We might be able to get him to jump on. He's a big fan of High Tower Armory. He also has the uh, bullpup kit on his ten millimeter high point. Um, the one the stuff that we've done is with Walter right now. So and 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 we're not able to get Walter to come on. So maybe we'll get Rich on. Uh, I need to do a couple of more. Since we're in the beginning of the year here, I should probably get a couple of things like projects um, going with you guys, and and you all will see that, including this 1022. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Okay, we covered the uh, price. Uh, what what's the questions that we've got here? Um, uh, Rich is asking something about whether or not you're going to work with High Point uh, to sell stuff from the factory. We we can answer that here <laughs> later. Let's get into other stuff here. So I'm trying to think, um, color, color options on this. What are the yeah, color yeah. options so, going to be? Yeah. So this mm -hmm. is just in kind of a, a white colored, um, prototype. It's just 3d printed right now because we're in tooling. Um, so it'll be a couple of months before we have hard parts out of the mold. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, Hey, fine, Rich. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Rich so, is coming uh, right uh, in. <laughs> 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 so yeah, basically, uh, it'll it'll be available in all the colors that uh, we currently have for other products. So yeah, I like that. I think Rich, like, yeah, Rich has the flat dark earth. That's always a nice one. Yep. Um, yep, and uh, OD green. I don't know if I've got one around. Oh, I've got our. Give me just a sec here. I do have our MBS ninety five. This is the beauty of gray. this is the beauty of being able to do. Oh, there we go. To actually go. handle. So, oh, nice. that looks good. That's a, you yeah, know what? So this is the Arctic. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, this is Arctic Gray. Um, this mm -hmm. is probably one of our more popular colors, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and so this will be available um, as well in the, in the new stock. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much everything you see on the website currently is stuff you're going to find, um, you know, for colors on our uh, MBS 22 when that drops. So. Okay, very cool. And did you tell us when the drop was? Um, we don't have an official release date yet, just okay. because, and we're always, I guess, hesitant to put a date on it specifically because we don't mm -hmm. want to rush something if it's not, you know, 100% how we want it to be and how, you know, how it should be. We don't want to put a date on it and then get people upset when that date comes and goes. So uh, we are working on it as hard as we can. We'll have it out as soon as we can. Um, mm -hmm. It's just, you know, a question of getting it right and, and making sure the tooling process um, does everything, you know, correctly so that when when we make those first parts. There's not a whole lot of changes and corrections and stuff that you okay. made to the tooling. So okay, um, very cool, uh, man. Uh, Rich, do you have any questions specifically oh, about this new yeah. kit? Yeah. Well, actually, not about the new kit because okay. I'm sorry, I just tuned in a few minutes ago. But I, I mean, this this stock is better than the high point stock that the gun comes with. Has High Point, or have you talked to High Point? Say, hey, let's let's do a mashup. Let's get these things together. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked like I I know the the owner over there, um, great guy, uh, and we talked about it a little bit here and there. But I think, um, at least from our side, in the last year with all the craziness that's gone on, mm -hmm. um, just in supply, uh, delivery, getting you know, just getting stuff in general, mm -hmm. it's been hard to keep up even with our own, um, our own stuff, and so. 
um, down the road, I, you know, we're certainly open to it. We're certainly yeah. willing to, to sit down and have that conversation with them and, and really pursue it. But I know that they're kind of in the same boat too. Um, in this last two years, it's been so challenging to get anything um, that, uh, you know, trying to offer new products right now is extremely difficult. And so it, it took a long mm-hmm. time for us to even develop in our new stock here um, to get it to a point where we want to, you know, tell people that it's coming just because, again, it's been such a challenge. Right, yeah, right. I mean, but that's right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, here, here's my thing. And no offense to anyone, but that's like, you know, you your your neighbor has a new baby and you go, you know, your, your baby's kind of ugly in the future. Next time, <laughs> let me, I'll, I'll, I'll get in there and help you make that baby. <laughs> I, yeah, no, so exactly. my, and I think, oh, what? my, my Ruger mini 14, I have an ATI folding telescoping stock on it. And that's mm-hmm. just, you know, fantastic. And I bought that, you know, as is, from Ruger. No, you're so. right. You're right. Listen, you're right. The high tower looks a lot better. Oh, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm just saying that's no, probably you know not going to be For, anyone's first. Looks. Right. Mm-hmm. Forget the looks. Okay. It, it's easier to do everything with the high tower stock on this 10 millimeter high point yeah. than it is with the high point stock. Agreed. Agreed. Every, Agreed. every last thing is easier. Yeah. We just, I don't know if you saw that, Andy, but we just put up a video. Um, I think it's called um, High Point Carbine Bros with myself, Walter, and Patrick, and we we had the stock in there. So um, you know, uh, I, I totally agree with what Flying Rich is saying. <laughs> no, we no, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. We have one minute till we go to the next segment. Go ahead. Go right, ahead is that Andy. when somebody got their tax stamp? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Andy. You got uh, you got a couple seconds here. Yeah, so no, I mean, there's there's some things that we've learned. Like I said, we've been doing this for about ten years now, and um, you know, the the high point stock was sort of a, a culmination of what we had learned up to that point. Um, you know, and what worked, what didn't work, and what we could improve on, uh, both on our designs and other guns' designs. Um, and so, yeah, there there are definitely some advantages and some uh, let's say improvements to maybe some of the functions, ergos, that kind of thing. Um, of the uh, high point and now we're applying that to other designs too so the 1022 is next but what's really cool about that is and i'll just hint at it now um the kind of our, our we're we're, we're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna cut to a that. break we're gonna cut to a break right here we'll be right back hold on guys walther arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years starting with the ppk today walther is based in the good old us of a and still builds quality firearms like the ppq and pdp for personal defense and competition so when you're in the market please consider walther arms we wouldn't be able to keep the who moved my freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like walther arms all right. Thank you very much uh, to the to the folks from Walther Arms. Yeah. By the way, let me throw. Let me. Let me see. Can I do this? My. my oh, my phone's not connected to this thing. I wanted to show you that uh, that video. Finish your thoughts, Andy. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So I'll just I'll tease it a little bit here, but this is a Ruger PC carbine, mm. uh, nine millimeter, takes block mags, and it is remarkably close in design features functions to the Ruger 1022. So um, kind of hinting at where we're going with this, uh, it's not quite ready to reveal that yet, um, but imagine sort of our MBS 95 and our and the new product, the MBS 22, 
those two kind of mixed together, an amalgamation of those two mm-hmm. on something like this. So that's mm-hmm. just a, a little bit of a hint on where we're going, I guess. Right, absolutely. And we're in the news section here. We will, we will, uh, we will get into the news. We will do the news. Uh, let me see if I can play that video a little bit. Listen, I do fully agree with with what Rich says, man. You guys make some stuff look cooler, so I appreciate that. You know, it, um, no, but it looks and it works better. Yeah, it's I better know. than the factory stock. But which, looking which is, cool, looking cool is also good. But yes, and <laughs> <laughs> I bought the ten millimeter because when I saw the high point layout, I'm like, oh, I can design and three D print a stock for that myself. And then you guys, I'm like. They're killing it. I'm like, just take my money. <laughs> well, thank you. No, that really means a lot. That really does. Yeah. And I know we should. By the way, it. here's Walter shooting uh, your stock with a big old suppressor on there from Liberty Suppressors. A boom right there. <laughs> you guys can check this out. It's called uh, High Point Carbine Bros. It's on YouTube on Hank Strange, YouTube slash Hank Strange. You can go there and you can check that out. Uh, you know, and we, we definitely gave you guys a shout out there. So, um, no, I sure appreciate it. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it. you know, yes, the functional part is a big part of it. I know. I agree. Uh, you know, Rich is just trying to be practical. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Damn look, you, Rich. I, I, I wanted something 10 mil, and I, I'm a bullpup nut job also. And mm-hmm. when I saw the design, I'm like, oh, that's made for bullpup. You know, that, that high point design will go in a bullpup chassis. I just got to design it. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I started looking around and boom, I saw you guys were, I, I think you just started like announced production or something like that's it. I'm buying one. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, well, thank you. Yeah, no, it's a um, kind of, I'm glad you pointed that out too. Cause I think a lot of people do look at what we do is making things look cool. Um, and there, obviously there's a component to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, they're both of sure. look cool. And I think that's part of the big draw to them is that, you see it, and and whether you know it or not, I think your brain can kind of understand how something's going to feel. Whether even if you haven't held it before, I think you have an ins- instinctive, um, natural understanding of, you know, okay, this is going to feel ergonomic. It's going to balance well. It's going to fit my frame better than say maybe a traditional rifle would. And there's something cool about that. I think that's where the cool, you know, nature yeah. of bolt buffs or what. The, yeah. what people think of when they just take a just imagine so just imagine the here. just imagine the uh shortened obviously it's going to be an sbr integrally suppressed one that you could take down that's going to be some really cool badassery Exa- yeah exactly and i yeah. think just looking at it, i mean you can see you know I, your, your brain kind of knows it's like it understands where the weight is in this it knows mm-hmm. where the you know um let's say where the grip points would be where you're going to grab it um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so, yeah, there, there's a cool factor, um, to the bullpups that I think it's kind of a, uh, a quality that you really can't, if you, you can't deny, or you can't, uh, let's say separate from bullpups. Like they just look cool cause they're, they're kind of different. And I think that's a big component of it too. But, uh, to Flying's point, it's, it's definitely more than just, does it look cool? There's a functional, um, nature to it, you know, whether it's the balance, the, the overall length, mm-hmm. um, the, the ergonomics of it, for instance, like in the uh, the MBS 95, we try to really focus on the ergonomics and improve a lot of what we didn't like about the um, mm-hmm. the standard stock. And so there are some other things to it uh, that uh, that go beyond just making it shorter. Um, and the same is true with our new um, MBS 22. It's going to have some features in it that are 
are cool that are much better than even just the factory stock on its own. And so that's really what we're trying to do. Um, and I don't know if we covered the, the trigger, but uh, mm-hmm. um, that would be one of the other things. Um, okay. So, yeah, one of the drawbacks to both ups, of course, is that the triggers typically aren't great. Um, and that's there's not much mystery as to why that is. It's because you're trying to transfer energy from, let's say, the front trigger here. So if you're pulling this trigger up here, you're trying to transfer that energy to your firing control group back here. Um, and so there's some challenges to that. Uh, you get things like flex, there's friction. Um, you need, generally need more springs um, to return the trigger rod uh, back forward. Uh, after you, you know, pull it, of course, there's uh, some inertia it wants to stay put. Um, and if there's friction and inertia and um, enough of that stacks up, if your trigger is light enough already, it's not going to be able to overcome that. Um, so you generally need some type of a spring to return it. All that stuff adds up. And even if you, let's say your trigger pack is set at five pounds, if you have those extra forces involved, you're adding, you know, three, four, five pounds to the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've done on our MBS 22 that we have kind of done a little bit on some of our other products, but specifically this is the first time that we've really um, kind of made this our central focus. We have a cam system um, in the in the design that actually reduces the trigger pull weight on, say, the factory uh, rubber trigger. It goes from about usually when we're measuring it, they're between five and six pounds um, for the newer plastic, you know, housing triggers. Some of the older ones we've seen at four and a half, uh, four and a half to five um, would be fairly common. But we reduce that by about, uh, I would say, a pound and a half to two pounds pretty typically. Um, for the older trigger packs, the, the ones that are lighter, it's, it's kind of a diminishing return. Um, if you have, say, like a BX trigger at three pounds, um, the way that it's geared, we're taking about, in theory, about half of the weight off of whatever that trigger weight is. So if you're at, you know, if you have the three pound BX trigger, we're going to take half of that off and how it's geared or how the, the cam system is, you know, related to the, uh, to the original trigger. But the problem is because it's, as your trigger reduces in weight, so do the benefits or so do do the gains um, because you're only taking half of that every time. And then there's, you know, a pound return spring that returns it back. So it, it gets to a point where it's not beneficial to have Mm -hmm. a lighter trigger in this type of a system. Um, But uh, yeah, if you have just a stock standard trigger that's six pounds, you're going to drop that down to about four pounds or maybe even a little less um, depending on, on how we can you know get the final parts but in the prototype here yeah they're coming in up like a six pound factory trigger is coming in at four pounds oh cool um and it, yeah it's adjustable for take up and over travel mm-hmm. um so we keep it fairly crisp for um you know people out there who are worried about that too they're like i was telling you before um hank there in physics there's no free lunch so you if you're going to reduce the weight you're also going to have to increase the distance that you pull it um and so mm-hmm. What we've done there is that's the over travel and the take up. They're adjustable, so it, when it breaks, it doesn't. You know, like in the standard trigger, it's going to keep traveling. Mm-hmm. On this, we have a stop, a hard stop. So when it does break, it stops, and you're not having to cover that distance. So by I mean, the way, really, you're. I'm, yeah, sh- I'm, sh- I'm showing the post you put up on Hightower Armory on Instagram. So oh, everyone who has Instagram right now, go like that post right now. Make a comment. <laughs> yeah, I we just, appreciate it. Yeah, I just went in there and uh, made a comment. We're going to get more into this here in a second. I do. I'll leave it up there for everyone to see. If you're on Instagram, it's Hightower Armory, all one word. 
Um, go follow those guys and make a comment. We have we have Andy on live. We'll, we'll get into it. I do want to cover some new stuff. I know there's a bunch of things in the news the guys wanted to talk about. Let me see here. Uh, uh, Night Train says uh, Castro's illegitimate son, Justin Trudeau, <laughs> announced what is effectively martial law in Canada. This is over the Freedom Convoy. Uh, Rich, mm. you want to fill us in on this? I'm sure you've been following mm. this with Car- were you and Crump following this? <laughs> yeah, actually, we didn't talk about this. No? But, uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's really bad that these truckers are burning down cities, looting and rioting, and burning down. Pl- oh wait, no, the, no, they're they not bouncy castles. <laughs> huh. Bouncy castles, and uh, and like what? Huh. What's that music called when they go doom, 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 doom? Oh, rave, that's all, rave yeah. music. <laughs> that's all they're doing out there. <laughs> you know, they're just bopping. <laughs> You know, I mean, I know, I guess that could be scary, right? <laughs> uh, and, and you know what? This is, uh, I've heard various interviews with the people uh, running this. This is exactly patterned after what MLK did, peaceful mm-hmm. noncompliance. And, and bravo, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. exactly what you should be doing. It, and like we make jokes about the French, but when the French don't like something, they shut the freaking country down. Yeah, that's their you you know, power to them. Yeah, no, we've never even, you know, with everything that's happened, I've never said that people don't have the right to protest something. You have the right to protest, right. of course. You know, if something's going wrong, this, this, the government here is for the people. <laughs> oh, you yeah, know? yeah. I'm so, so if the, if the people are happy, non-compliance. Yeah, even if we don't agree with them, they can get out there and voice their opinions. It's when you start to destroy things and tear stuff yes. up. But these truckers are making a very good point. And you know what they're de- what what they're deciding over there is like well screw you guys we don't care we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna tear this down. Uh, Night Train says the Ottawa police chief announced his resignation. <laughs> Do you Amen, know what- brother. Good yeah, good uh, for that guy. Yeah, it, Tr- Trudeau you know needs what? to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Trudeau. I, but but again, they're all members of this you know one world BS stuff. And this is what they're driving towards. They're driving towards everybody bowing and conforming. And look, if you want to get vaccinated, good for you. That's your business. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think like I, yeah, I don't is. think it you is your forced to put mm-hmm. a high tower arms, you know, stock on your high point. I think it's a great idea. Well, hold on. But Let's you do you. <laughs> Andy's all for that now. All of a sudden. <laughs> what do you think about this, Andy? Have you been have you been following any of this at all or? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. pretty deep into the political side of things. I, um, mm-hmm. You know, it's what's tough about it is when it comes to the trucker protests and I find myself knee jerk, uh, you know, wanting to say, like, yes, absolutely. I want to I want to go park my truck out in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a part of me too, though, and, and I try to be as balanced and fair as I possibly can, um, on my analysis of things. And I'll be honest, I was saying things. So back when, let's say the BLM movement was blocking freeways and I'm from Minnesota. So this was like in, what was it? May of 2020, um, mm-hmm. was the ground zero of the black lives matter movement. This is where, you know, we mm-hmm. had Derek Chauvin, um, we've had uh, a few others too. Um, and some, well, even just recently, and maybe you guys have seen, the video on that, but recently a no-knock warrant got issued in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. um, and a, and for all intents and purposes, a, a gun owner who mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't really doing anything wrong got right. shot and killed over it. Mm-hmm. And so, but back to my initial point, 
I, ben yeah, a young. Having, I think that was a um, young black man, right? About twenty something. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So there, mm-hmm. there was another round of protests. I think because it's really cold here, and mm-hmm. it, it happened to be really cold when this happened, and not in May. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, there wasn't nearly as much uh, of, of an issue in terms of the um, domestic disturbance and stuff. But um, yeah, basically, uh, at the time when all that was happening in May, I was saying things like, "I don't think they should be blocking roads. I don't. Th- you know, people are just trying to get to work." And so I'm trying not to be hypocritical um, on my analysis of that, where it's like, I, yeah. I don't know that I necessarily agree with them blocking roads and preventing people from going about and doing stuff. It is technically illegal. But I will say this, too, though. I tend to agree that the message that they're you know, trying to convey resonates with me more than, say, the BLM movement did, where mm. you know, we can talk about the statistical, you know, um, let's say, damage or, or risk that, mm-hmm. um, let's say, the, the government or out-of-control police officers really pose compared to the reaction versus, say, you know, a mandate where every single person is required to put something in their bodies they don't want. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think those are, you know, it's apples and oranges. It's not comparable well, I to think my, it, my Yeah, listen, I think that protests by their nature are not going to be convenient to people, whether you agree with them or you disagree with the direction of the protest, right? So someone, one, a person may not agree with why someone's protesting. They still have the right to protest. And effectively, you know, when, when you get out there and shut down things and all that, of course, you make things inconvenient, you know, but the, but obviously someone did something that made things more inconvenient or painful for you so regardless of how you look at this when 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 the folks on the black lives matter side were protesting they have the right to do that it's it's when you decide to destroy cities attack people that's you know that's where it becomes a problem right oh absolutely yeah yeah and it's the same i think it's the same situation here it's just not it's not convenient for you to get out and block streets and do things like that but if that's what you have to do to get your voice heard it's when you decide to destroy things but the government here in america let that let the uh, cities be burned down people be attacked their businesses destroyed people killed and all of that kind of stuff uh cities taken over you know, I'm still meeting people from the West Coast, specifically Washington, even that uh, they're trying to get the hell out of there. I'm still meeting people uh, all the time oh, yeah. that are like, yeah, man, I, I worked my whole life. Now I'm retiring and I'm trying to get out of this place that I worked my whole life for. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, exactly. And, and I completely agree. Like I, I fundamentally, mm-hmm. when you look at our history, too, it's protests are generally not peaceful events or generally not, let's say, orderly events. They can be like. Mm-hmm. For instance, I, I think like MLK's, you know, March on Washington kind of thing. I don't think that that's a form of protest, completely protected. They're mm-hmm. not violating any laws in doing it. And with the truckers on, on some level, too, I'm kind of looking at it going, I don't know that they're violating any laws even by parking where they're parking necessarily. I don't know what Canada's laws say about mm-hmm. that. And I have no problem with them protesting whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But again, I now it's the question of, because it's something that I like, I want them to block traffic versus something I don't like. I don't want to blocking traffic. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I, and again, I fully understand a protest. Sometimes civil disobedience requires that people break the law, that people go to jail. Like it, like it happened in the 1960s too, for the civil rights movement. Um, I, I fundamentally and totally understand that. And, and like you were saying too, this is a big enough thing where people are obviously like probably people who would otherwise just be working at their job, driving truck, doing whatever they were doing would have no problem with the government if it stayed out of their business. This yeah. is people, these are people who were put in a situation that we probably wouldn't have imagined five years ago mm-hmm. having to stand up and do something. And again, I fundamentally agree with 
um, everything that they're standing for. I just don't know. I'm torn. I guess I can see both sides of the argument on how they're doing it um, in some situations. Obviously, the people who are just out and about on the sidewalk, on the street, protesting, speaking their minds, absolutely, I fully support that. But if you're parking a truck in the middle of a, a freeway and turning it off or something, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to parse that out, you know, compared to when, let's say it was a movement that I didn't support was doing it. Um, I might have a hard time, you know, accepting that too. Right, so right. that's the thing. It's I'm trying to be as even keeled and and open minded and you know viewing both sides as I possibly can. So. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Rich. Yeah, I I mean you do have a point there because uh, I think first off, I don't think any of us really disagreed with Black Lives Matter. We disagreed with how they're conveying their message by burning cities down. Of course, Black Lives Matter. It, but yeah, I mean, for you, sure, you for sure, uh, yeah, uh, like life matters. It, human, it, human, human life matters. Right. Um, you know, uh, life in general matters. It's, it's really important. And when, when and you things, look and at things how... happening to specific groups of people is not cool, right? Right now, we've got right, Asian right. people in this country being attacked and killed. You know, you've got all kinds of different things going on. I think there's uh, people attacking Jewish. But there's a lot of stuff going on, right? And that's oh, yeah. this. This is why we all believe in guns and defense. I'm I'm uh, sorry. Sorry about jumping in there, Rich. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and with the media, you know, they can stand in front of you know a mm-hmm. BLM protest with buildings on fire behind them and say it's mostly peaceful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm. And, yeah. And they'll be all over pro the protests, whereas, you know, the, the big main media companies are, are giving these Canadians, they're saying they're terrorists, they're funded by Russia, yeah, China. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's, everyone's funded by Russia. This guy's funded by Russia. That guy's funded by Russia. Yeah. When are we going to get tired of that? I, 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 well, to us on this side, the way that we look at things, because of the nature of who we are, we're not the same, but because of the nature of who we are and that we believe in self-reliance and and responsibility, we've been tired. We've been tired, right? Oh, yeah. You know, the tax stamp. Well, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, taking a, a, a play from, you know, MLK or, the, say, the Civil Rights Movement's playbook, unfortunately, I think what this situation kind of calls for where we're in, let's say the broader situation of, you know, kind of being almost – the counterculture now of, you know, say being on the right or more conservative or whatever you want to call it, libertarian, that's kind of the counterculture. And unfortunately, I think it's, it's going to be, um, you know, on us to be better than what our opposition is. So I totally understand what Rich is saying, where it's like, it is frustrating when you turn on the news and we're demonized on the right or, you know, more on this side of the aisle um, for things that are far more peaceful, far more under control. But that's what it's going to take, because I think people are going to start to wake up when the media starts, you know, losing their minds over something that's clearly not that big of an issue. And they downplay things that really are. Yeah. Even the people in the middle are starting to wake yeah. up. To it. We're, cut, we're cutting to a break. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Barnul Ammo. Barnul has a wide range of reliable, quality steel case ammo for small game, large game, target shooting, and self-defense. They've got the classics like 7.62 and 5.45, as well as 9mm all the way up to 308. Subsonic as well. So when you're in the market, please consider Barnul Ammo. All right, we are back here. Um, shout out to the folks at Barnul and High Point. They are pretty much under the same umbrella, and we su- and we appreciate them supporting us over here. 
Uh, we, we wouldn't be able to do this without them. I'm, I'm just telling you guys, um, the, the ridiculous amount of bills that have to get paid here, we would not be able to handle that. Uh, you know, I would be out there doing something else. I have no idea. You know, I'll be, I'll be in uh, Ch- Chippendales. I'll be in Chippendales in Vegas, you know, uh, swinging them, swinging them right now. Okay, so <laughs> we are <laughs> listen, if you guys want to I'm going to give the guys in the audience a chance right now. If you want to continue with news, we're in the Gordon section. We could we could push things, move things around. Um there's I don't know if you all have some other news, but uh, I did see that Remington came to like a 73 million dollar settlement today um with uh you know, was it uh, where? Where? What, what was that settlement related to? Which one of the um, uh, Connecticut? Like yeah, the, yeah, the Connecticut situation. Uh, hold on, let me see. I pulled it up here so that we can uh, we can be a little bit I'm, more. I'm like blocking on it. Yeah, uh, all I can think of is Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, and I know that's wrong. Yeah, the, the, um, yeah the Sandy, Sandy Hook. Hook, Sandy Hook. So Sandy the Sandy Hook, Hook family sued Remington. Remington, um, this is crazy that Remington has to do this. I do not agree with Remington doing this. This is going to open up every firearms company to be attacked by folks out there. Everything, every time something happens, if someone takes a Ford and drives through a crowd, I think that's a horrible thing, right? Um, oh yeah. Then is every Ford, are people going to be able to well, sue Ford Ford's because negligent. of that? Ford is negligent because they don't have a body sensor that knows that this person is running down a crowd well, of people. There's, they're saying that Remington incited people to do this because of their advertising. That's crazy. I, w- show me the yeah. advertising where Remington said, go shoot up a school. Uh, the, uh, you, I, I challenge someone to find that because it well, doesn't and exist. That's, yeah, that's the dangerous thing. Like That's where I think because there's so much gray area, that's, that's the avenue and – Whoever their lawyers were, the Sandy Hook family's lawyers were, they were smart to go that avenue because that makes perfect sense if you want if your if your objective is to get as much money as possible. Because obviously, from a purely technical standpoint, there's almost no liability that can be proven. So what they did was, if I understand the lawsuit correctly, yeah, they focused on say some marketing images, um, and I believe I've seen them. Um, and there was some subtle, you know, not even I don't even want to say references, but. You know, essentially, uh, to to let's say power or or um, you know something to that effect of you know kind of trying to inspire people to feel mm-hmm. powerful, you know, with with one of their rifles, something mm-hmm. along those lines. Which uh, which not, there's which there's not. I I don't think you know. I think this is this is firearms are a tool that give you a sense of security. I don't absolutely. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know that. I'm not going to argue that there may be a few people who are like, "Oh, I got a gun. I'm a badass." I know I definitely don't feel that way. But it does give people. It's it's an equalizer, right? In lots of cases, whether you're going oh, up against your government or just bad guys in general, you know. But the idea that a firearms company um, is responsible for what happened in any one of these shootings and that was wishing it on and therefore they could be sued. We could no. just, we could just, I didn't look at the Super Bowl. I don't care. Um, but I know for a fact there's a ton of commercials out there that are related to the Super Bowl that even though I didn't see it, I'm, I, I have to see it if I'm looking at a YouTube video. We could pull out any one of those commercials for cars or anything else and say that this did this thing, you know? And, and the fact oh, that, exactly. 
the fact that Remington or any company in the firearms industry is going to bend down to that and capitulate is destructive, not just to them. I mean, to me, that's a signal they're about For to the go whole industry. Yeah to, yeah, to the whole industry and the rest of us. And uh, personally, I would not want to support Remington after this. In my, my, no, that's my opinion. Well, yeah, didn't Remington break up? Technically, yeah, they're, yes. They're owned by the free, or they were owned by the Freedom Group uh, for a while, and then they declared bankruptcy. What, maybe two years ago, something like that, three years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if they got sold, bought, you know, reconstituted as something else. But um, yeah, it, I'm with you 100, percent Hank. It's a dangerous precedent where if it were me, you know, if it were my, if I was Remington CEO or the owner or whatever, that would be something where you would want to fight tooth and nail. Yeah, like you said, not just for, for yourself, but for everybody in the industry um, to make sure that that didn't happen. And you're setting a dangerous precedent now where it opens the door for other companies to face similar, um, you know, litigation and, and liability. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if this happens to someone else, I hope, you know, whether it's SIG or HK or, you know, God forbid anybody else has to go through this, that they're willing to, you know, toe the line. But it may come down to resources, too. I mean, the, the ugly truth of the American legal system is that, if you've got the money, you can probably ram through something. And that's that's the whole point. If, if the Sandy Hook families, I'm not saying their pockets are deeper than Remington's, but mm-hmm. Remington did just declare bankruptcy, you know, however many days ago or, or years ago, excuse me, they might not have the money and they maybe looked at it purely as a business decision, said 73 million is awful cheap compared to years and years of, you know, legal battles. Okay. And, and, you know, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, go it's ahead, unfortunate Rich. because it costs to be right. You know, you could you could be slapped with a BS lawsuit, and I I mean we know somebody that that has a BS lawsuit on them, and I think they're a hundred percent right. You know, another YouTuber, and uh, it's basically making them broke, and, and the punish the process is the punishment. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. and it's like I think we all can say. Let, let me change tracks on this. Hammers kill more people than AR-15s mm-hmm. every year, mm-hmm. uh, like multiple times. Is anybody going after Stanley for all the hammer deaths? Yeah, I don't you know, want that, it. I don't is, want it. But this is the direction that they're going, right? It sucks. For, it really does suck. Like, I get it. If you lose someone that you love and you can't bring them back. Absolutely. It sucks. Whether it was right, whether it was wrong, whether they did something that brought this on them. If you're the family member, if you're the person who that was your son, your father, your brother, your mother, your daughter, your sister, it hurts. I get it. But but we're but we're all going through that. Right. We're all going through that. So, like, recently I saw this footage that's uh, floating out there of a guy in New York City getting hit by a car. He falls down, and then a SUV drives over him, I, right? That sucks. It didn't – it looked like – no, it, I hate to say it. I saw that. that Mr. Mm-hmm. Gunsgear posted that. Mm-hmm. It looked like the guy faked a fall in front and of the white truck. Right, and then maybe – Because it but, looks like he was past it, and then this black Suburban, it looks like, just runs him over. And it, now – yeah, and that it sucks. That's what I'm trying to say to you. It's it sucks. Who knows what the truth is there? We don't know any of these things until there's a right. lot of stuff we have to break down. So who so who do can we sue the car company now? Can we say that's their fault because that person wasn't paying attention? That they incited people to drive the vehicle without paying attention? That the, the company making the hammer is inciting people to use those hammers to kill people? There was a guy that just stabbed like how many people? Seventeen people or something like that? 
you know, mm. where where does it end? And 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 really, where it ends is that, that either everything is going to be ridiculously expensive in America, yes. or we'll have access to nothing. And Remington, mm-hmm. as a firearms company, doing this is extremely. Uh, upsetting to me and I don't agree with it and I, I won't support I don't care if Remington got sold off whoever has that whoever made that agreement there I am not supporting okay For sure. I am not supporting mm-hmm. them I am not uh, buying stuff from Remington themselves and and I don't know exactly what the details are I saw that uh, what is this uh, uh, who is it that said American Bulldog says Remington was split up over the bankruptcy who owns Bushmaster now? Bushmaster is an independent company, technically. I think it's related <laughs> to Franklin Armory, but it's technically an independent company. But I don't believe that they're responsible for making a settlement like this. I could be wrong. I don't know everything. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how that no, goes. Yeah. yeah. No, you're, I think you're absolutely right. There's no, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> and I think only in this time, in this day and age, would something like that even. Would, would the thought that it would even be possible to work occur to uh, any lawyers in this country? And I think that's that's more of a sign of the current environment of guns, you know, in general mm-hmm. across the board, mm-hmm. not just, you know, uh, let's say what Remington thought would be a good business decision. They maybe looked at it and said, you know what, this is in Connecticut. We're going to get smoked anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just settle because yeah. there's no way we're going to win. With, you know, if it's by jury or maybe even, you know, if it's done um, yeah. with a judge's ruling, um, yeah, they maybe look at it and they go, in this in this climate, yeah. in this location. Yeah, I'm not a lawyer. Control. I'm not a lawyer. I did want to be one uh, amongst the many things I wanted to be when I was younger. <laughs> I'm going to assume that when Remington, when all of the bankruptcy and everything happened, this is just my assumption, and someone out there, you guys could tell me what you think about it, but we're not lawyers, and I'm not, I'm not a journalist either, right? So I'm not the news media, but... I'm going to say that probably when Remington filed bankruptcy, they broke off a part of Remington that's a trust or something like that that's dealing with uh, these lawsuits, and then the rest of Remington was sold off. So for all we know, whoever owns the technical name to Remington may not be the ones who made the settlement, okay? Correct. But all of that stuff has to come out. All of that needs to come out. It needs to be clarified because to me... This is extremely distressing news to hear for the firearms industry because it opens the industry up to attack from every side. And there should be laws in America to to protect um, industry from these kinds of lawsuits where it's for sure if, if, if if a firearms manufacturer or any manufacturer for that part knowingly creates a part that that would hurt people. There should be there should be penalties and punishment for that, and they should be open to uh, lawsuits and things like that. But there's no way you could say to me that Remington wanted this to happen. Right. Yeah. There's no right. evidence whatsoever in the marketing, or you know, again, technically speaking, that mm-hmm. they intended for it to be used to murder school children. There's absolutely mm-hmm. no evidence of that whatsoever. And mm-hmm. yeah, the same like you were saying too. Even if you had a, a highly provocative ad. Well, I kind of remember when you were talking about that, I remember um, there was an ad for Dodge back in the day. It was actually a, a fabulous ad. Um, mm-hmm. It was the Dodge Challenger or Charger, one of the two, I believe, where it was uh, um, kind of like a, a, a field with British sh- soldiers in the revolutionary garb, you know, mm-hmm. and, they, and they were uh, 
hearing the sound in the distance, and then George Washington comes driving in in a Dodge Charger or Challenger, yeah. one of the two, and <laughs> starts yeah. rounding him up in the field. If you haven't seen it, it's it's a fabulous. Ad. I mean, it's advertising though. It's advertising. I saw an ad yeah. for the Nissan Z that's out there, right? That has uh, Dave Bautista and all these all these different actors and actresses in it. So mm-hmm. if someone's if someone's kid buys a Nissan Z and tries to jump that car off the roof of a garage or something like that, can we can we can we go after Nissan for that? Can we? Right. Yeah. Can we well, do that. And usually, what's funny is it's it's sad but true. But if you ever look at those ads where where they're even like on a mundane, you know, they're driving on a let's say like a hilly road with trees mm-hmm. or something in the background and you know, they're showing go around corners and stuff. If you look at the bottom of those ads, it's like they professional drivers sure closed corners. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And so what's really sad is, is that it may, what it may come down to is maybe, and you'll probably start seeing it. You'll start seeing some type of thing like that on, um, you know, on advertisements for firearms where it's, you know, professional shooters. We don't, we don't even <laughs> see advertising for firearms. I mean, think about it. We don't really see it. Oh, yeah. You no, know, um, to no some way. extent, like, obviously, you know, firearms companies can sponsor radio shows from what I see. There's magazines and stuff like that that are firearms related that you see them on. Obviously, we have people who sponsor us and we disclose all of that here constantly to you guys. But they can't get Super Bowl ads. We already know that. They can't get TV oh, yeah. ads in general, right? They can't get ads on YouTube. Yep. So, no, they, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've got us pretty pretty well cornered in. Um, they don't want the one, well, and that gets back to what I was saying before. I mean, the whole industry is basically under attack constantly, mm-hmm. and that's the state. That's yes. the state of where we're at. Fifty years ago, this wouldn't have been a problem. Mm-hmm. Hundred years ago, certainly not. Um, and yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, now it's yeah. Um, Forty. It's almost, well, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. My my favorite thing is, is used to be able to open the Sears catalog. Order a Tommy gun, fully automatic, and have it sent to your house. Mm-hmm. Right, and there were no yeah. school shootings. No back school then. shootings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's human beings are responsible for that. Human beings are worse, um, and there and, yep. and lots of uh, people in the government, uh, lawmakers, uh, politicians in general. The you know, there's lots of people we can blame, but it's people, human beings, uh, and it's not the human beings that are manufacturing things in america and around the world american bulldog says uh well it appears nobody is accountable for their own actions anymore help me daddy government (laughs) 42 chill Mm -hmm. says protection of lawful commerce in arms act or the plcaa the law passed in 2005 gave the gun industry what legal scholars refer to as immunity um and then 42 chill says it provided blanket protection from lawsuits alleging harm caused by the very weapons the industry produces. You could still sue manufacturers, distributors, and dealers, but a judge would almost always dismiss the case before it reached trial. Um, and the uh, the Sandy Hook didn't. The, the thing here is the trust, as we've like already said here, and, and we don't know everything that's going on. We, we don't know a lot or even a small part of what's going on, but the trust or whoever it is and the lawyers for that here have basically decided there's money in there and they're like, this is the money in there. Yeah. <laughs> we got, we could give you 73 million and they're settling for it. And maybe the media is telling us that it's Remington and it, it, you know, you may well see whoever owns the rights to Remington. Now, if they ever plan to use that name, come out and say, Hey, we did not um, make that deal, but 
if I was their marketing people, I would already be saying that or making that distinction. You know, it, it just sucks because when you hear this, you think, damn, this should never be done. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's also a big distraction from from what's happening that the uh, the Clintons and the Obamas and all that kind of stuff actually spied on Trump. Right. All of this is a big yeah. distraction from that. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Rich. What's up? So my, my question and again, uh, the there's all sorts of crazy things. There was a Glock mm-hmm. used in this. Mm-hmm. Did did anybody sue Glock? Did Glock settle? What what happened here? Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. We do have. By the way, we got uh, we got another uh, we got another high tower guy joining us, Walter Keller. Oh hey, <laughs> he's coming. Hey, Walter. The, he's made it out of the Stargate. Oh look you, at you that! Got yours, <laughs> now high towers are gonna uh, get through. Throw all the high towers up. Okay, just pretend this is a high tower right here. It's oh not. wait a minute! Wait a minute! I think. <laughs> oh boy, think guns again. Too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, what is that? Is that one of you guys? I Ooh. think so. I think it is. That's yeah, that's 22, 22, right? yep. Yeah, there you go. That's the old school. So Walter, there's a new 22 out now. That's what Andy's got I, there. Show me again. Yeah, go ahead. Show Walter again. He's got to see it. Here we go. Yep, yep, oh. yep, yep. A new 22 is coming out, Walter. Sweet. That, that, that's a, uh, based on the Ruger 10-22? Yes, sir. Oh, cool. That has yeah. a that has a kind of a XM-77 kind of look about it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Oh, X, XM-8, XM-8, I'm sorry. XM-8, yep. Yeah, I knew what you were talking about, the, yeah, yeah. the uh, ATK slash hk team up yeah the, the plastic gun yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. one that the one that they say melted when it got too hot um <laughs> yeah so I, walter I, walter has all the high tower he has the old school the high towers which are still out there they still look good look he's all matching yeah. you coordinated walter you coordinated what the colors yeah well, no, you painted that one, though, I think, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, this one we painted with the Brownells yeah. paint, and then yeah, this one the was uh, El Natural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yes, lots of awesomeness. We're going to get into that. We were just talking about stuff in the news. We're about to, in the next uh, minute and a half, we're going to get all up into uh, guns and stuff like that here. But that was a big news thing that happened. Um, let's see. DCG44 says new Remington should sue old Remington for damaging their reputation. Who wants to take that one? <laughs> we got a minute. Whoever's doing it, go go for it. Nobody wants to go. <laughs> Somebody else got the text in. <laughs> no, that's that's the, that's the that's the change subject fairy. <laughs> Do you have any opinions of that whole Remington thing, Walt? You know about this? Uh, it, it it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, that they chose to go that route. Uh, once again, I kind of, you know, I, I, I kind of like, you know, it's kind of like this thing is never going to get up and do anything bad ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes, it takes this, you know? Yeah. And, and I'll be, you know, my, my way and some scumbag, um, mm-hmm. to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no money in the scumbag, right? Mm-hmm. Not in well, some that's just and lawyers and they get right, you know, they're, they're in that, those, you know, ones hunting for the money like that. Mm-hmm. They, they fall mm-hmm. into that scumbag route too, because they just go for the biggest, uh, 
they go for the biggest pot of money. Yeah. Um, we're, oh, we're, yeah. We're coming right back after this break. We're taking a quick break okay. here. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. All right, so let's see. We're back here. We've got Walter. We've got uh, we've got Flying Rich. We've got Andy of Hightower. We've got myself. Uh, I think we've covered the news and some other things out there. Let's get all up in. Uh, let's get. Let's talk about some guns. All right, <laughs> Walter, where are we starting? <laughs> Walter's dropping mags over there. <laughs> I gotta get another ten rounder quick. Yeah. Do you guys make do you guys make the ten millimeter uh, magazines at Hightower at all? No, not yet. Uh, we've got uh, we, we've heard some unsubstantiated reports allegedly, and this was mm-hmm. quite a while ago that uh, mm-hmm. Red Ball Sports was allegedly making mm-hmm. some uh, uh, twenty. I assume twenty round um, ten millimeter magazines. They have the nine and the forty five currently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the ten rounders seem to work well, and that's what I typically run in mine. Um, and I've seen a few people actually, believe it or not, who have. I believe they altered the 45 caliber mags from Red Ball to fit 20 mm-hmm. rounds of mm-hmm. 10 millimeter. But yeah, okay. I haven't tried it myself. So. Oh, look, Walter's going, what What are you <laughs> doing, Walt? <laughs> it's a 100 round drum. <laughs> right, okay. Right. That, that, drum is, that drum is going to cost someone to do evil things. Remember that. Listen, you know how many guns I have uh, at my place? And we all have. And, and none of them have assaulted me yet. No, I, I, grew up in, I grew up. I grew up in a house full of guns, mm-hmm. and they were all over the place. None of them were locked up, and I didn't go around shooting people. Well, they don't wake up. Do you? Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and your guns are like hanging over your bed with a <laughs> knife ready to stab you, or, and you know, or hear them trying to sneak out? They're yeah, to sneak yeah, out yeah, at night. yeah. They sneak off, take your car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, I hear them, you know, when they're drunk after they're out drinking, coming in, knocking over stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I see John Crump in the chat. Crumpy is Crumpy. in the chat. He says the champ is here. <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to Crump. I don't know what he's up to. He's really bringing. Oh, I see. He's got a sticker. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that's his patch. That's the Crumpy patch. Oh, when did that come out? I don't know which patch is cooler, you know. Uh, definitely that patch is cooler right there. That patch is definitely cooler. Um, well, although I think this one's my favorite. Oh, big chocolate. Big chocolate. Yeah. What's Hank, up? the other night, I, 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 I was commenting, I was trolling uh, Crumpy's uh, uh, a show, and uh-huh. and uh, that gentleman was on there, and my mind just went Tony? blank. Tony? Oh, Tony was on there. Yeah, Tony Simon. And, and, and they were talking about you know ATF and their Valentine's post, mm-hmm. and oh. and I mentioned I, I said I posted in there. Don't forget about the uh, glory holes, <laughs> and, and and Tony had not heard about it ever. No, and, and, and John told John told him about it, and he started laughing so hard. I, I can just die. imagine. Yeah, I can I can imagine. He started Tony. wheezing and laughing and doing it. Give him a heart attack. Oh, you yeah. Don't want, oh yeah. You don't want to be responsible for taking out big chocolate. <laughs> oh. I, said, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to kill him. Yeah. him. Cruise Man <laughs> says, I woke up to my gun shining a flashlight in my eyes. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, 
I never, and you know what? And the best part, I used to watch all those violent cartoons too. All yeah. those, you know, like, oh yeah, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> let me tell yeah. you, let me tell you guys a story. So I went to, this is going to seem completely off the subject, but it is about, uh, it is about Tony. So recently, oh, last weekend, Lola and I went to the Hamcation in Orlando, uh, and we got our amateur, um, radio licenses. We got the technician's license, Lola and myself. We got call signs. We got radios, all of that. So while I was out there, there was uh what's the name? I think her name was Rhea. I can't remember her call sign, but she's part of the ARRL, which is uh, something American radio, something, something or other. Anyway, she's from Jersey. She's from Jersey. She's a, a YouTuber that talks about ham radios, etc. She knows Tony Simon. She's like, oh, do you know Tony Simon? I was like, are you talking about Big Chocolate? <laughs> she, st she started laughing. And then the next day she told me that she spoke to him. I guess he was doing something. And she was like, oh, Hank Strange. <laughs> Hank Strange said you're Big Chocolate. So there you go. <laughs> um, can, can I make a comment yeah. about Utreon? Yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to post Wolverine's mofo. <laughs> and it, it, it won't take it it won't do yeah. it you gotta I spell mean, it you gotta misspell it you gotta do m-a-u for, for, for uh, anything goes uh, uh, platform it don't like bad language you gotta add an a-u to that <laughs> I'm trying to get them to relax that uh, yeah I mean it's like yeah. mofo's not bad come on Man, come on. I, oh, man. I was trying to comment on a couple of your streams and it wasn't I don't know if I commented too frequently. I it was completely G rated and it was not letting me They know, have a high it. number of blocked of things. You can't say oh, okay. there's certain things you can't say, um No bad words. Uh -uh. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Even the insinu the insinuation of bad words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even misspelled to misspelled things are in bad words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Well they are Canadian. Well, you know, let me try this. They're working this. on it. They told me they're working on it. Okay, so listen, let's get let's get into the let's get into the new uh, hype. What are you call, guys calling this again? Uh, I, I'm yeah, pretty sure I heard you say you're calling it the Hank, right? It's the Hank. Yeah, the Hank. The actually, the, the Hank 22. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give for the folks joining us now. Give us some uh, details of this. Here, I'll go full screen mm -hmm. to you if I can. Boom. There I go. There you go. There we go. All right. So. Toolless takedown, that's probably one of the, the biggest, coolest features of this. Uh, there's no screws on it, other than the, the factory takedown screw, uh, which we covered a little bit ago um, earlier in the show here. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, just a couple of pins. Uh, pop mm -hmm. these two pins, and the whole thing opens up like uh, like an AR-15, basically, where you can um, you know, kind of... You can actually take the receiver out pretty quickly um, at that point. And if you guys want to see, I can bust it all down. And Absolutely. Go ahead, man. Yeah. We're, we're on Utreon. We're not free to type certain things in there, but we are free to, we are free to take stuff down, I guess. I had, I had, to, I had to, I had to syllabalize mofo. <laughs> yeah. Just, okay. Okay. You got it in Walt. You got it too. Yes, uh, I did. Yes, oh I did. yeah. I see it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You got to right, work so, around. What is that? What is that saying from uh, Jurassic Park? Life will find a way. <laughs> Life will find a way around it. Life finds a way. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So Go ahead, Andy. On this here, the only screw that you will have to take apart, if you're, uh, like I said, we're going to probably do a thumb screw for this, but the only screw that you need to take out would be your takedown screw. Okay. So, and then once you have that, you can literally just 
use like a bullet tip or I'm just using this Allen wrench here because I got it handy. Just pop, there's a couple pins. They pull out from the side here. They're captive too, so you get them to a certain point and they stop. Um, they're kind of like semi-captive. You can actually take them out all the way, but they've got a little spring detent deal in there that holds them in place. And then the, uh, I'll try to hold this up. Ah. So you can see the, the upper portion or the receiver, let's say like the serialized receiver and barrel, that tips up here. Mm -hmm. And then your trigger pack, see if I can pull this out, your trigger pack. Oh, that just comes, comes right up. Okay. Comes right up. You can see in green here, I've got it printed in green. Not that. Ah, really so matters. is that part of the linkage? That's part of the linkage, exactly. So okay. this this is what you would adjust the take up on. Um, and uh, this also uh, gives you your cam action. So when you pull back on the, uh, the trigger, which, you know, it's here. Uh, when you pull back on that, it's essentially rotating that cam to the rear. Can we see inside? How long is that linkage in there? Can we see it from if you tipped it over? I'll see if I can it up here. It's okay, just pull hidden. it. It's, it's, okay, it's hit. Is yeah, it in a I mean, channel? Runs, yeah, it's in a channel. It runs. Okay. You can kind of see basically mm -hmm. up here by my finger. I'll try to get it up where you go, and then mm -hmm. all the way back to here. So it's about ten inches or so, um, mm -hmm. maybe twelve. Mm -hmm. uh, I really don't know. I haven't measured it, you know, uh, firsthand or it's, it's in the CAD file, but I haven't actually pulled a spec off of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, unlike some of the other designs, um, including our 9022, it runs both, both sides of the left and right of the mm -hmm. receiver. So okay. it's, it's being basically controlled, um, from, from two dimensions or, or two sides. So when you pull back on the trigger, it's not, you're not getting torque, um, let's mm -hmm. say, you know, not axially around that, around that axle. It's, mm -hmm. it's a nice straight push across mm -hmm. the back of the, um, these little, I'll show you here, these little ears. I don't know if you can see them. Okay. Those little ears that stick out. Those mm -hmm. are what, uh, are grabbed by a channel uh. inside the, uh, yeah, inside the trigger mechanism. So it's a stamped steel trigger mechanism. Um, it's all laser cut. So it's very precise and, you know, we can, Kind of control the dimensions pretty well so that allows us to get a pretty tight fit um but it also still moves you know fairly um you know easily without much friction on it so um mm. and then there's a spring a return spring for it um and then again uh, as i talked about um this say this cam mechanism this would work for um only the factory trigger packs so if you've got you know like your oem show um, that again oh yeah here we go so so this model uh, or this version of it, it'll come with both. It'll ship with both. Um, right now we're thinking this will only work with the uh, the factory version because it, it engages the trigger in a very particular way. And if you were to put it with, say, an aftermarket trigger, it may not fit or it may not work. Um, so that would be for the factory. Let's say we're hoping the BX trigger will work as well with that. Um, but pretty much all the factory, you know, classic 1020 tr trigger packs will work with that. Yeah. If you're going to um... use an aftermarket trigger... You know, different trigger shoe, different internal trigger components, whatever that may change the relationships of those parts. Um, we are going to have an option for, and it'll work very, very similar in how it assembles, but it would just be a straight one-to-one. -one. So it, rather than having a cammed, you know, pull, pull uh, where you're actually rotating that assembly, that linkage, mm -hmm. it's actually a direct pull. So you pull back on the trigger and it just pushes that rod straight into your trigger and pulls it that way, kind of like it uh, does currently on the 9022. 
Um, okay. So it'll work both ways. It's just you'll have to, you know, kind of when you assemble it, you have to know what your trigger, you know, if you have just the factory trigger or mm-hmm. if you have, say, an aftermarket trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's so many different versions and sizes and styles. I mean, there's literally hundreds of different trigger styles uh, mm-hmm. available from different makers um, out on the market right now. So we're yeah, you, you're getting oh, questions okay. about the binary. Can uh, can can it be binary? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And so that's yeah. another thing that we're working on, too, Ooh. for our 9022. Um, I know people have asked a lot about that, and we mm-hmm. do have that in the works right now. So that will mm-hmm. be um, an option that you'll see going forward here. Yep, Walter's got it there. Um, the binary trigger, uh, uh, basically, it'll be an extension to the safety. Let's see that, that you uh-huh. There you go. Um, because on our 9022, and you can probably see it in Walter's shop there, there is the have- access to the factory safety. So you can put the... Um, the binary trigger assembly in there, but you won't have any way to switch it right now um, because, again, it's kind of tucked up into the stock. You have access to it, but not really for a switch. It's more it works for the button. So what we're doing is we're developing an extension that will allow you to still use that switch mechanism. Um, with our current, or this new stock, excuse me, the one I'm currently holding here, that one, um, the button is already accessible. So you can actually, I don't have it. I'll put it back in here so you can see, but you have your, your button on your safety up there, and once you put it, drop it into the stock, your button is still going to be accessible on the outside. You can maybe see, so your yeah. safety is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, so a binary trigger in this shouldn't be any issue at all. Uh, you know, should be able to, um, there might need to be some type of extension to just get it around some of the contours of our stock, but yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, binary trigger um, will be something that, should be supported fairly fairly early on with our kids. So. Yeah. Any other questions from Walter or from Rich on, on no, this? No, that, that's new... pretty amazing. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, we're we're pretty excited about this one. There's uh, there's a lot of features on it that um, again you don't really find on too many other bullpup conversions. Um, yeah. Notably, again, the trigger and the takedown are going to be your big uh, big advantages to this over other designs. Um, and uh, and yeah, then there's some other cool stuff too. Your how are you? Yeah, let's, what's the forward charging? Go ahead. Don't let me uh, stop your flow yeah, on so that one. Forward charging handle. So here and I like that. Here. So side yeah, so forward have, side charging for people listening on audio. And if you're listening on audio, this looks really good. You might want to go over to one of the video channels and take a look at this. Um, go ahead. Yep. So yeah. So it's forward charging. Um, right now we are kind of trying the idea of and, and it's in the design right now we'll see how well it works in practice it's it's mm-hmm. difficult with 3d printed prototype parts because mm-hmm. there's some limitations to the strength um mm-hmm. but currently what we're trying to do is we're trying to get a uh with this i'll show you so you can see on this side uh we're trying to get it so that you get a hk style fold open here kind of like we have on our mbs five uh-huh. where okay. you can fold it open with that and then push down the you know, mm. uh, the charging handle to get it to go back into battery. So um, the prototype part works well and everything seems to be good on it. But until we get, a, you know, the final, uh, you know, molded parts, uh, we don't want to commit to anything. And then kind of same with all these design features. Um, mm-hmm. We've tested it pretty rigorously with what we have here. Mm-hmm. But until you have the final parts in hand, it's so hard to um, really commit to anything in the design because you just don't know how the actual molded parts are going to behave. Uh, coming out of a press. So. Yeah, Walter's showing um, yeah, off his uh, his kit. Um, 
So the the uh, if you guys don't have any questions, I'll ask this. By the way, Cruiseman says I think this stock looks cool. So you okay. definitely well, thank you. Yeah, definitely getting the cool factor. Um, so the black part there, the upper part of that, that's also three D printed, or, or or it's also going to be polymer. Yeah, excuse every, me. Everything okay. on here is three D printed. Um, it's going to have you can't maybe see it because it is all black here, but um, we've got three M lock slots at the uh, okay. basically the three o'clock and the nine o'clock position. Mm -hmm. um, and right now I've got those covered with another product we're developing. Um, it's a rubberized uh, uh, plug for those. So if you you know are going to be gripping um, around here, it's nice to have that just to kind of cover the holes, make it a little more, more comfortable. And the same goes for back here because you can see we have an M-lock slot down here and oh, here. cool. Yeah, I mean, um, I was going to... I was gonna ask you if you if um, <laughs> Walter probably knows where I'm going with it. Oh, I was I gonna ask going. you. I was gonna ask you if it has QD points, but M lock is uh, still good because you could put M lock QDs or whatever on yeah. there, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. And that's mm -hmm. and that's really the way we're looking at it because we're mm -hmm. trying to keep this as economical as possible. Mm -hmm. We want to you know make this for in that 150 to 200 dollar top. You know we don't want to go be up, up, up above that if we can avoid it, but. Um, you know, trying to make it as economical as possible. Anytime we can remove machine parts that maybe not everybody is going to use, that saves a lot of money. So if, you know, you're somebody who doesn't run slings or doesn't want to run a sling, um, an M-lock slot is just as useful as, say, a QD mount, um, and it costs a lot, a lot less. So you can put one in if you want. If you don't want it, um, you can actually use this like a, a standard, you know, nylon sling loop. So you could put... Yeah, just, you just, uh, just, you just, go, all way through, just go all the way through, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's why we went with M-Lock on that. Not to say you know down the road maybe we would offer some type of a model mm -hmm. that had QD inserts or cups already in it. But no, you did good. Car, that's good. Yeah, I've got yeah, no complaints um, with that. And, mm -hmm. and so both of these, what's uh, part of the reason that we're developing these grip or not grip, but like M-Lock, you know, grippy plugs would be um, that these go right into the uh, storage compartments that I showed you earlier in the butt here. And so if you want to seal these off and not get, you know, water, debris, whatever, you're going to want some type of a cap around them. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we have these as well. So if you're not going to put anything in it, it's not just a gaping hole inside the stock. You can plug it and keep water and, and sand and that kind of stuff from getting in there. Um, mm -hmm. And the same goes with these up here, too. Um, it gives mm -hmm. you a, a nice surface to grip on and it kind of keeps stuff out of there. Um, and then obviously, like all of our other products that have M-Lock on, you can, or any, you know, any M-Lock product, not just ours, you could plug, a, uh, say, an AR rail, make it much more comfortable so you're not skinning your hand every time you're running up and down and gives you a nice uh, kind of sticky tactile material that you can hold on to. So um, that'll be something that you see dropping at some point in the future here too, but that's one of the other things that we're working kind of concurrently uh, with this whole design so what was the reason for the big i'm sorry walt you had a you had a question go ahead i'll remember well, go ahead and finish i got a question going back in time to this one yeah so going. my question was about that big um so off of the grip right in front of it there's like a big um yeah the, i guess the knuckle like guard. guard yeah guard knuckle guard coming out uh what was the reasoning behind yep. that yeah, so we started putting this on our MBS 95, or yeah, the MBS 95, and people, I think, by and large, generally prefer running them with them. And the reason that I like running them on mine, and the reason that I think you see them on a lot of bull pups mm -hmm. uh, now, like the, for instance, I actually got one here, the Steyr Aug. Right, oh, nice, very nice. Um, the Tabor, uh, mm -hmm. you see them on bull pups a lot, and I think uh, one of the things that you 
as you shoot bullpups and, and use them more often, one of the things you'll notice um, is that you don't really have a whole lot of hand protection here, which may not seem like such a big deal. Um, but when you are used to, say, running an AR and AK, your magazine is kind of creating a natural, let's say, block point or, or uh, you know, guard against your hand. If you go sliding into a barricade, um, if you're trying to rest on something, mm-hmm. your knuckles are going to be in a bullpup. They're going to take the front of it unless you have yeah. a foregrip or something like that. Yeah, you need so something. Yeah. Or yeah, if, if you're, you're or if you're out in the if you're out in the woods and you're busting brush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna take a quick break here. We're coming back with all the gore and all the. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk cryptocurrency is a firearm friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider consider tusk t-u-s-c was that uh was that crump that was trying to uh come in with his name uh lola strange uh there was someone that was that was coming in and their name was lola strange but they didn't the camera wasn't on so i let him in but i didn't <laughs> i didn't put him on the screen i know it was, i i know it was crump uh probably was uh I don't know where he is though i'm not hearing from him all right so listen uh we're gonna get into a bunch of uh of guns here we're going to show a bunch of guns just because look you know that's that's what we do we're having fun we got people here with guns let's start with uh let's start with walter go ahead walt what you got i want to go back in time and i want to ask a question about defoe magazine for the uh, yeah what's that for this guy i i I haven't i haven't handled this in a while so i pulled it out and i was like is this thing on snap so i can put a bunch of rounds in it to store (laughs) it it actually there's a tray in the front end that you pull out, and that's where you can store the extra ammo. So if you go oh, okay. to the the tray, let me set this thing down here. I yeah. was I was fondling it and moving it around and trying to figure it out, and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I thought yeah, I so thought. Ah, Look at that! Ba boom! Yeah, nice. You know, so that'll hold forty-five rounds of twenty-two, and it holds them horizontally to kind of mimic the look of say a fully loaded uh, yeah. PS ninety magazine. So, yeah, we're going to have to go back and make a video. Do we talk I, about gonna, that in our video? <laughs> I am excited now. I, I can't remember if we did or we didn't. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll see go if, uh, I don't know redo if you that. can get. Yeah, hold on. Let's go in. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that'll yeah. hold It'll hold 45 rounds. This one I actually have in uh, 17 HM2, mm-hmm. believe it or not. So oh. it's a, yeah, it's a pretty slick uh, setup, actually. <laughs> I really like this one. I shoot this um, one. Mm. I somewhat off. I try not to too much because that 17 HM2 can be hard to find, but it's a cool right. round. It's yeah. uh, pretty neat ballistically. So okay. uh, I just had a, I just had a little thought in my head while we were talking there. Uh, I know I get them every once in a while. You can just nod <laughs> or wink. You don't you don't have to say if you're doing something with it or not. Um, Ruger Charger PC. Oh. I <laughs> Wait, what was that? What was that you had up? I didn't switch to you quick enough. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. Here, I'll, I'll bring it back. This is... There uh-huh. you go. Uh-huh. That, that, yeah. that, that's, that's kind Ruger of a modular PCD. gun, if, you know. Yeah. So, well, imagine if you will, imagine this, but in a little sorry. bit bigger platform. Well, yeah. when you when you split that thing apart. <laughs> My first thought was they're splitting that so they can put different a different bottom on it, maybe, or mm-hmm. a different top on it. Yeah. 
No, that would be good. Yeah, there, there's some potential for that, um, depending on how it, everything fits in there. Um, but uh, but at, at the very least, taking that concept and applying it to mm-hmm. yeah, the PC carbine down the road here. That's yeah. we've got some of the design work done. We've got some you know early um, tests on it, but the the uh, I guess our, our theory was based on the number of 1022 uh, actions that are out there. That's mm-hmm. going to really be a good yeah. test market. Yeah. Make, make sure the, the concept works. And because the nice thing is, too, in those PC carbines, they're essentially based on the 1022. Their trigger mechanism um, uses a lot of uh, 1022 components. Um, mm-hmm. The assembly method, it's got two pins in roughly the same location. So it's it's really a great test market for the you know the PC bullpup that we're working on because we want to make sure that you know everything, one, works the way that it should, and two, that there would be a market because the PC carbine is popular, but we don't know compared to, say, the 1022, what that market looks like. Pistol caliber carbine. It's too bad we don't know anyone that's uh, working on some pistol caliber carbine uh, or bullpup versions said of their, therefore, (laughs) wherefore art thou? (laughs) Well, all I was going to say is great minds think alike. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Oh, (laughs) there we go. Oh. Yes. Rich has got riches. Riches. That stock is actually pretty cool, Rich. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Look, every, everything I've done is pretty much a copy I just modified. Actually, it would have taken me like ten hours to print the full size stock. I'm like, I was probably gonna be in your neighborhood and probably stop by and bring this to your house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if I redesign it so I can put extruded metal conduit here. I could print it in like four hours and you know have it ready to go to Hanks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, is it so? My question with it, and uh, here let me throw everyone else up on the screen. Is it shooting better for you? I know you've been working on some of that. I, and by the way, for, the, for the people, for the folks listening on audio, um, Rich has a uh, bullpup Glock thirty four. Uh, 3D printed that uh, we got plans from Control Pew. We got parts from JSD Supply, Brownells, and I, I don't know who else I'm missing. Um, Razor JB. Yeah, Razor yeah, JB. Razor JB sent me uh, sights and he sent me the uh, recoil, uh, the you know spring, what do you call it? Uh, thingy. The, the, guide the technical term is a thingy. The guide rod. So, uh, unfortunately, this is like my first remix on it. I haven't gotten the parts swapped out into my next remix. That's mm-hmm. a little beefier. Um, I've only been able to get like five shots in a row out of it without it stovepiping. So I think there's a little bit of a flex issue right here. And I think my next version is probably going to take care of that. Yeah. Everyone finds out what uh, what is that? Is that like a marbled uh, marbled stock right there? Did you print it to, to look marbled? What does that look? No, like? this is that's just the paint chipping off the oh. the tubing. Okay, all right. I was that's, like, what the? That's 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 patina, Hank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Like everyone thinks. First of all, the dudes that make videos about this, there's some good videos out there. I think Tactical Toolbox makes some really beautiful, awesome videos. But, you know, everyone makes this this stuff look easy. (laughs) Everyone makes it look easy to do this, but it's not so easy. It's not easy to develop this, uh, and no one would know better than Andy and Walter. Uh, dudes who make guns <laughs> or like well well actually Hightower uh makes you guys make stocks right and accessories yeah just 
pretty much accessories. It's uh, it's a little less of a headache dealing with uh, the ATF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a lot. It's a lot less. Of it. <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, ATF is great. I got my parts here. Oh, yeah. So, um, Walter, let's see. Walter, That's did it. you have something else you were going to show? Let's see your other. Um, you've got your right in your hand right there. You got the high point, oh, the, the ten mil. Yeah. Yeah, yes, the 10 millimeter high point, yes. Yeah, which is in the videos, uh, the video called High Point Carbine Bros. I should have tagged, I thought I tagged Hightower on that, but maybe I didn't. I could have forgotten about that. I try to tag everyone I possibly can because uh, YouTube is definitely suppressing the crap out of that video, but it's up on YouTube. It's on YouTube slash Hank Strange for anyone who wants to see. It's a fun, fun video. You get to see (laughs) Babyface P's idea of a, um, of a, of a, of a magazine, a single stack. I don't even know what to call that craziness. Um, and happy birthday to Babyface P, by the way. Today's his birthday. Oh, it's Patrick's birthday today and Crumpy's birthday tomorrow. Oh, look at that. Oh. All crazy people born um, uh, in, the, on, in the uh, early Februarys. <laughs> mine is on a Sunday, I believe. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's got to be something to that. That's a good born under a crazy sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway shout out to to uh to patrick on that uh let me show this here before we get into more stuff uh with andy of high point armory i'm gonna show here's my ksg i haven't pulled this one out in a while yo check it out Ooh. there it goes ksg for you this is old school man i overpaid for this bad boy um <laughs> <laughs> and uh I, can, I still i still have this thing i think this is for the um isn't this for that silencer co what is that suppressor yeah, called yeah 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 the um yeah that's my uh, hell. uh no what's the 12 gauge that silencer co made does anyone remember because i can't i have one can't yeah, remember that, that's called. so that's so funny too because there was such excitement about that one yeah that came out. yeah and salvo 12 salvo, salvo. 12. yeah salvo, salvo 12 okay, so yeah, there yeah. you go yeah, so this has actually been a pretty good gun. I don't. I never really had any issues with this, except I did get the um, the bite from the shell casings hitting my wrist. So I do have that deflector right there that you guys see <laughs> uh, to deal with that. And I have some like iron sights. These are actually, I think these are diamond. What is it called? Diamond. Uh, I don't have my glasses on. So diamond head. Diamond head. Iron pop-up sights on here. I forgot my glasses, so sorry. I'm getting old. I'm an old man now. I'm like 50, so uh, I've hit old man category, according to my children. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to slow down now. And oh, uh, yeah, don't you have to buy a Corvette when you're an old man? Oh yeah, Corvette. Yeah, <laughs> and go live in well, the I villages I... <laughs> down the road. Yeah, no, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut about the villages. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, okay, well, go for it. No, I'm not going to get. We're not going to take it that route. Uh, That's uh, okay. No, uh, trust me, Andy's heard it all. I'm sure. Oh, no, but, you know, he looks young. He looks like he's got that baby face, but he's probably heard it all. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much I, I haven't heard. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Where are you from again, Andy? Where Where are you? Where are you located? I'm I'm from the little town of Rogers, Minnesota, which is about. Uh-huh. 40 minutes northwest of Minneapolis, so... Oh, there you go, okay. Not, uh, yeah, kind of the suburbs of Minneapolis yeah. a little bit. But suburbs, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's cold out. I think it was, I don't know, it was like minus eight or something Ooh. last week, so... Yeah, pretty mm. nasty. 
but uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you guys and, and there's Florida, no Skyway right? by you, huh? No. <laughs> Not not uh, forty minutes from uh, from Minneapolis, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, they, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys have been frozen as cold, but not a lot of snow. Uh, well, actually, I think this year it's been better. Um, we were well, we had a really bad drought actually, uh, pretty much all summer. Uh, we weren't getting much, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, like the water table, the rivers, lakes, everything's way yeah, down up low. here. So yeah. we've gotten mm -hmm. some more snow. Um, and I think we're doing okay. I don't know if it'll be enough to replenish what we lost over the summer, but yeah. we're, we're hoping that's the case here when things melt. Yeah. So. I mean, you guys, so have do you go skiing at Lutzen? Uh, actually I had a couple of buddies that were just, they were just up at Lutzen not long ago. So yeah, I've, I've okay. uh, I haven't been personally, but I know right where that's at. So have you been up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did uh, two years in Minnesota. I worked over at the Mayo Clinic on a contract. So uh, okay. either one of my buddies would ski at Lutzen or actually out of Minneapolis, you'd get like $99 flights to Denver. Oh, okay. So he'd go out to Denver almost every weekend skiing. Yeah. Sure, sure. So are you, at, are you at the Rochester campus then? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. No, I, Rochester's a great town. I like it down there. But, but the three of us, we're all in Florida right now. Yeah. I oh, mean, I it's yeah. cold It's cold here, too, man. Right now, it's yeah, at least it's like 59. To, yeah, 16, maybe 55. <laughs> 69. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, 69 that's cold. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Let's take that's cold. Here, no, see. listen. No kidding. That is, it is cold. Last night was cold. What, what, 67. What? 67. Oh, my gosh. 67. Jeez. How are you going to survive? Yeah. I heat wave. Survive. Heat wave. I don't know, man. Very well. <laughs> Walter is in a completely different part of Florida from from myself, and when well, well Rich is further actually, south. Yeah, yeah. He's further yep. south. I'm in the middle, and Hank's up in the north. north. Yeah. So let me see right now. I don't know. I'll put I'll pull up my weather thing, and you guys could see where I'm sitting right here. Let's see. It should come up in sixty-seven up here. The weather. There we go. So where oh, I'm insane, sitting, yeah. Newberry, Florida, is is fifty-eight degrees here. Feels like fifty-six. I mean, yeah, that's too that's too cold, man. That's too cold. Yeah, basically, when it's below seventy, we just don't go outdoors. It's too cold. Yeah, and cruise <laughs> oh, man, stop it. cruise man says yeah. more VD per capita in the villages. He says, I, <laughs> I said it for Walter. Yeah, because the yeah, old listen, those they, old people are balling out. You know, take you the daily penicillin. Yeah, <laughs> you go to happy hour and you bang the old ladies. That's what they do. Uh, there, you know, so. <laughs> um, listen, I went to the villages uh, sometime last year. I actually went to the villages there. I, you know what? I went up there with Latinos locked and loaded. So with Rolando and Joanna, they Rowan have a, Joe. Yeah, Rowan Joe have a friend who retired. Uh, I think he was in the air. He was Air Force MP, and then he was. Um, I think that he was a detective in Miami or something like that, on uh, 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 law enforcement. And anyway, he retired, and he lives in the villages. Beautiful house that he has in the villages. And all the communities, like in his garage, he had like, I think it was either two or three freaking golf carts. Yeah. And we were just driving around in golf carts. And so in his community, we went to a part of the community where there was about five food trucks parked up over there. 
So you get in your golf cart and then you scoot down to the food trucks. So you had a pizza, a pizza one. This one had like, uh, this one had Asian food. This, you know, had Mexican food. And then there's a, a big outdoor thing and there were people playing music outdoors and, and the folks singing and dancing. Listen, that's a good life, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. plenty of widows. You know, and that's all. yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I, can't, I can't hate on the old players. Okay. Is Peggy watching Walter? Because I'm waiting for Peggy to come in and swat you. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. I say surprises. And Andy looks like you're the youngest one of us. Can I ask you how old you are, Andy? I am 31 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, you're, okay, yeah, you qualify. Yeah, to, yeah, you're, yeah you can fair, be in this. Fair, though, so I'll just quick, quick tangent. But I was uh-huh. out uh, probably. I think two summers ago, I run in my neighborhood and uh, <laughs> I was out for a run and one of my neighbors who had said hi to before, you know, I'd seen him out and about and I stopped and talked to him because he was out with his dog and I said, uh, you know, hey, who are you? What's your name? And I said, oh yeah, my name's Andy. You introduce ourselves. And uh, he said, yeah, I seen you running. Are you, uh, you going to make varsity this year, do you think? <laughs> so, yeah, you do. You got anyway, a baby face. I, I do have kind of a baby face myself. So I can relate to, to Pat. I, I get the, the baby face thing. I get mm-hmm. it a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, so, uh, I don't know. It's not it's, a curse. It's, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not yeah. a bad thing. Just imagine that baby face, like, when you know, 60 years from now when you're in the villages, <laughs> you're going to be getting all the honeys. You know. I know how this goes. I know how this goes. One day I'm going to wake up, I'll be 55, and I'm going to look like I'm 80. You know what I mean? That's, it, I look oh, like I'm swaddled up until I'm about 40, and then everything just hits the floor. It's over. You got to stay chiseled, man. You got to stay chiseled. <laughs> I try. I try. You know, old dudes, you could be fat in the middle of your life, but when you can become an old dude, you got to chisel up. I'm going to start. I told Lola, I'm going to start working out, pumping iron. <laughs> pumping iron. <laughs> she was like, how yeah, go some, ahead. How, how about some yard work? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 That's wait, wait, what, the that's what we do when we go to Hanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need to get the Hightower guys to come out and see us, and we'll do like a big. High tower armory shoot out there, and we'll have a big bonfire with leaves. Well, what do you say, Andy? <laughs> I would love that. Honestly, I I haven't been to Florida since I was like ten. Okay. I think our parents took us to Disney World, uh, mm-hmm. probably about then, and that was like maybe one of the five times I've been on a plane in my entire life. And uh, so I would wow. need to like get out and actually go do something. Um, but it's just it's been tough. I mean, Walter knows. Well, you guys all know when you're mm-hmm. trying to do anything, especially mm-hmm. like run your own business, it's pretty tough to get you try to get pulled away for a week or something and it's it's brutal so um yeah we're 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 trying to do more of that like it would be nice to go to shot show we haven't done that yet Mm -hmm. um oh wow things yeah like within the industry even that we we probably should do but we just it's been such a challenge to find time to go around and do a lot of the things that we'd like to Mm -hmm. um so but no if we get it set up if, if uh if you guys want us to come down I would be more than happy to uh, to come down and, and hang out for a couple of days because yeah, okay. I just think it'd be a lot of fun. And it's nice to network and meet people face to face. This is this is great. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, there's something about being with people that um, really you know kind of cements a relationship and and uh, you know creates opportunities that that lead to long term um, you know things new relationships. Things new yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. All right. So Andy, you can just wink or nod. Uh, uh-huh. Are you guys? <laughs> You guys are not manufacturers. So you don't. You don't do uh, things that run. You don't have fun switches on your guns, 
right? We don't have. <laughs> we do not. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you, I know you've seen 1022s full auto, right? You've seen them in videos. I and I've seen one of. I've seen a full auto 1022 in one of our stocks, actually. Believe it or not, there was a a gentleman that had a Norel uh, procedure. <laughs> That's what it sounds and, like. Uh, yeah. and, Oh yeah, it was, it was right. It was super cool. Walter, are you saying? Do you want to build one as one of the projects that we do this year? You want to do I, one? Know, I, it's possible. I mean, we talked yeah, about it when I, we did this, but I, we just got yeah. lost in other things. So. Yeah, let's do one with this new stock. Uh, we just need to get the uh, we need to get the ten twenty two lower, you know, and then mm-hmm. we'll have we'll have the high uh, high tower armory guys come. We'll even invite Flying Rich. Flying Rich, you're pre invited <laughs> to the hacienda. <laughs> Are you recording yeah. this, Rich? This is evidence. You can use this as evidence later. <laughs> you know, uh, but no, we will. We'll totally do that. Rich has got some stuff. You know. Well, um, um I need to. I gotta get a, f- a couple fun switches for the Glocks too. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe if, once you get that thing running a little more reliable, we'll go out and see if we can break it with it. Oh yeah. Some thirty round. Oh, round. that would be so much fun. <laughs> you, uh, Walter, I'm surprised you weren't on that uh, Amazon fiasco like what six months ago or whatever it was. <laughs> did, surprised? Did you, did you, find one of your fun you mean that that FBI oh, uh, money trap? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. uh, get your fun switch on Facebook Marketplace. No, there's no way. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't fall for that kind of stuff, people. Uh-uh. And no, that's no, how no. you. Yeah, I I was real upset. The solvent trap I got doesn't work. Mm-hmm. There's a hole in the end. Right, it just runs right out. Oh my god! Uh, I, I, let me take my headphones off. See? There, there. Yeah, you know we don't hear this. Uh, Forty-two <laughs> chill said flip flops inbound. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's, Rich is shooting. That's flying rich. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, Andy. Flying rich goes to the range. Like uh, I did something with. Uh, well, air, well, he goes everywhere in flip flops. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah. He's you know he likes to show everyone his manicured toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he likes. To, I'm not kidding. Am I kidding? So am I kidding, Rich? Are just yeah, flip flops are just bad with uh, PS nineties. That's the only issue. Am I lying <laughs> about the manicured toes? They're not manicured. Really. Okay, we'll change that. Well, no, wait, hold on. Don't throw the toes up. No, no, we don't need to see them. We don't see it. Rich is the only dude I know. You know how you see women do those like shots at the beach where they show their feet? Rich, I've seen you do it. Don't lie. Well, but okay, don't make okay, don't make me pull up Instagrams now. I'm not. He's not here to defend himself, but I know Uh Rod Mills says he's got a manicure before or a pedicure before. I'm gonna. Uh, I believe it. (laughs) I totally believe it. Yeah, no manicures. Women handle all that. They they get that stuff done. Oh, so oh, so now you're not admitting it. Basically, you're you're no, yeah. you're um, you know, no. you're going. Oh, yeah, look at this! Wait. I just went into Instagram. I just went to Instagram to um, you know, to, I just um, to um. Yeah, there was a post that I I just got a post removed from Instagram. I got a community Uh-oh. guidelines thing. Here, I'll throw Ooh, it up here for you guys. Commit? It has something to do with the Big Daddy guys. Uh, what is this? Uh, so, oh, that looks like a. That, I can't even zoom in on it here. I'll um I'll come off of that here for a second, and I'll screen capture it so we could find out exactly what gun that is because I can't zoom in on it. It looks like Walter shooting something though. Well, yeah. That's what the picture looks like. 
Yeah, I, I, damn I you, Walter. SOT, all that stuff, and I'm yeah. shooting illegal guns. Yeah. Okay, yeah right. Damn you, Walter. Yeah. So uh, let me just. Yeah. I got to I got to X through that somehow so I could see. Um, so I could see Instagram here, and let me. Uh, let's go to High Tower Armory. I just want to show everyone the High Tower Armory Instagram. You guys need to go in there and Walter, uh, Rich, go in there and show some love on this post because. Andy did this right before the start of the show, and this is like nah. a, a super oh. debut oh, going on right here of this Ooh. gun yeah, on the show, an exclusive. We haven't talked about this anywhere else. This is the this is the first time anybody's seen it outside of well, you know direct hell. people in yeah. the company. So yeah, so uh, and we appreciate that. Thanks for that. Um, of course, yeah. No, thanks for having us on. Yeah, Tower. let's see. Do we need to find Flying Rich? Because he's denying it. Right now, Flying Rich is trying to delete stuff because he knows I'm going for his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you got to scroll down for a while. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen Flying Rich throwing up his uh, his toes in a post. And I, and I was like, what, what is Rich doing exactly? Uh, right, yeah, so I probably have to go way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it's, it's too much scrolling. Too much scrolling to be done to find... Uh oh, there he goes. I didn't have to go that far. Right there. Yeah, uh, that's in my house in New York. Okay, that's the picture of your feet, right? Yeah, but you, bros don't do let bros show their toes. Bros don't <laughs> let bros show their toes. <laughs> well, it became a whole goof, you know. <laughs> oh, look, you're show you're showing that you're doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I yeah, see. I it's a thing. Now. It's a thing. Oh, okay. All right. It's a thing. Okay. Listen, I'm not going to judge you too much. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit there. Um, okay. Let's see. Whose uh, Instagram do we need to uh, oh, we can show Safety Harbor Firearms? You know, uh, yeah. Instagram as well. You guys need to go check out the Safety Harbor Firearms Instagram right there. Let's see what Walter's got a bunch of stuff. Is this from? This oh, is from you know Shot what? Shot. You know, this is an opportunity to take a photograph here because both of the high tower guns are nested next to each other. Yeah, so. absolutely. So there is um, there is another thing I wanted to talk about the guys and then we'll get we'll get right back to the high tower uh, armory thing. So Amoland has this up, but I've seen it in other places. Uh, Brownells launches National Day to celebrate Second Amendment. So yes. Brownells Ooh. inaugural 2A. So they're going to start it on 2-22-22. So that's February Ooh. 22nd, 2022. Uh, Brownells invites liberty-minded people across America to celebrate, advocate, join in the freedoms guaranteed under the Second Amendment of the Bill of Rights during the inaugural National Second Amendment Day presented by Brownells on 2-22-22. Um, the spirit of this event is to designate a day a day that we as a nation recognize, celebrate, and do our part to secure one of the most important rights guaranteed by our Constitution, the right to keep and bear arms. And Pete, Pete Brownell, chairman of the board, uh, many states, this is a quote from him, many states celebrate the Second Amendment independently, and that's a great thing. This event, which we hope uh, continues to grow in size, scale, and scope, is aimed at bringing all freedom-loving Americans together on one day. 222 this year and every year going forward to show support for our beloved second amendment so there's going to be a bunch of things going on you guys can find this all over um social media cool and, and i got to meet pete brano yeah good dude <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's standing there, he's minding his own business, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden he walks up. Hey, here's Hank. Hank yeah. He's like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Hank, so, how you doing? <laughs> he was so, super smooth about that. Yeah, yeah Pete's a nice, Pete, Pete's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, so what happened, Andy, is the Walter and Flying Rich were at SHOT Show, and I wasn't. So they were going remote, and we were here and broadcasting them in Vegas, and they were walking around, uh, going around to the booths, the booths, the booths, however you say that. And um, it was fun, though. That was fun. Someone needs to go back and screen capture that. No, and it was, Andy, it was the shot show this year, I would say probably less than half of the normal attendance. Oh, really? Think COVID scaring people away? Yeah, yeah, and... uh, I survived it just fine. I came back with nothing, mm-hmm. but um, and then and then a whole bunch of companies weren't there. So when we walked up to the Brownells booth, it was kind of empty. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but there was a little group talking in the corner, and that was I, I said I said to Rich, "There's Pete Brownell," and he goes, "Oh, really? Let's go talk mm-hmm. to him." He's like, "Boom!" Right over there, like a like a freaking like a like a vulture on a dead rat or something. Coming don't, over don't tell Rich. Don't tell Rich to do something. He doesn't have a gate. If you tell him to do something, there's no gate in his brain that goes, "Hmm, this might not be a good idea." Oh, yeah. My wife, anyway, yeah, Pete was cool. Pete was to, cool. So, uh, yeah. And uh, at least one thing about shot me being that busy was first thing you can look at things without having a hundred other people, you know, standing in line mm-hmm. waiting to touch that same gun you just touched mm-hmm. or, right. or touched it before you, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, it was definitely slower, and um, a lot of the big companies bailed out. You know, <clears> so um, yeah. Was there anything? What would, what would you say the best? I mean, new thing because I've seen some of the stuff that came out of it, and it seemed maybe like it wasn't. I mean, it, it's just hard because there's so many things that are kind of played out. But was there anything new that really, you know, spoke to you and said that this is the coolest thing that showed up this year on, on shot? Uh, 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 um, I saw some neat stuff. I mean, it, it, it wasn't like anything. Oh, God, I got to go see that. You know, the, mm-hmm. what I really wanted to go see. And, you know, Hank always is going to turn his nose up. But Springfield Armory had the, hel- hel- the Hellion. Oh, the Helion, but that's a bullpup. That's okay. I wanted to go see that. I, I needed to talk to Zenith, uh, uh, Zenith mm-hmm. Firearms, because they're mm-hmm. they're making their own MP5 now, mm-hmm. and and they've used oh. my stock on their gun, and they like my stock, so I wanted to talk to them. They weren't there. Um, it was just one of those things. where Wait, it's Springfield like, oh. Armory wasn't there? No, they were not. Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, I was. They were probably busy me. somewhere making carve-outs for themselves. <laughs> And, and IWI wasn't there, but they had somebody pushing no. out their swag on the table. <laughs> yeah, they put people. Oh, okay. Yeah, their booth. Their booth was completely set up. So just like IWI, big ass booth, nobody there. I should have got a T-shirt, you know, like a polo made IWI, and just you know hung out there. Yeah, there was several companies. <laughs> several companies when we went to SEMA show before that, and yeah, I think even even a shot show, there were companies that sent their booths there, and a lot of companies keep their booths in Vegas for shot show. And other shows so they maybe paid someone to have the booth set up so you can go there you could see them they could still market some companies had screens that were playing mm-hmm. videos and things like that at SEMA you guys saw that at SHOT Show also right uh there was a little bit of that too mm-hmm. yeah yeah some of the booths some different. of the booths had minimal staff mm-hmm. very few people um I think it was a mistake actually because 
you know, I didn't I didn't get sick from going to Shot Show. I got I got the, the mung from going in with a family event mm-hmm. at Christmas time. I mean, I didn't get it bad. It's just like having a kind of a weak, a weak, weak cold flu thing. I mean, it only lasts mm-hmm. a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But um, Shot Show, I came away fine with that. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Understood. I mean. Yeah. You know, I mean, listen. Big, I, 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 at the, the end, I regretted it too. I should have gone there too. I should have gone. But I had I had other stuff going on. I had to make some money so I could buy guns. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had to do some. I had to do some band stuff, I mean, man. You guys can't, you know. I mean, once you once you have your, we have a booth there. So once you have your place stuff paid for, I mean, it's kind of silly not to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't sh- if you don't show up, you paid for the space. Your space will still be there. No, if you just don't go, like if one year I decide I'm not going to shot show anymore, then I lose my space. And you start from scratch. Yeah, you got a great you know. spot, Walter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually, I You're actually welcome. put in if, if I can move to move someplace else. But oh, um, no, that's in a that same. I want to stay yeah. in that same room. I just might want to change position a little bit. Yeah, you were very close mm-hmm. to Franklin Armory, sponsor of the show, as yep. I'm telling yep. everyone. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And they had the uh, they had a Glock, Andy. I don't know if you heard about this or saw this. They had the uh, binary for the Glock. Did you hear that? Yeah, I've seen the, the announcement on that. I'm pretty excited to, to see how it runs. So I'm assuming it's a whole new slide that you need, correct? Yeah. From them? So yeah. it is slide okay. and trigger. Yeah. Oh, it's slide and trigger? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't yeah, no, heard, I haven't, like a cool, cool concept. Yeah, I haven't seen one myself. Okay, so listen, we got some time here. We got a little bit of time here left in the show. We need to get back into the stocks. Well, first of all, do you guys have anything else coming out? Any other stuff coming out from Hightower Armory? Yeah, so we have some other little accessories. I kind of covered some of that. We're going to have some mm-hmm. accessories for our um, MBS 95. Some, I think a larger charging handle um, would be one of the first things you'll see. That's going to be coming out pretty soon. We have kind of wrapped up some of the design work on that. It's mm-hmm. just production now. But mm-hmm. that's been a challenge. Um, oh, look, you know, what's, what, what's what's that, yeah. Rich? Did you – what is that? That's the charging handle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to make a – we've had a lot of requests for an oversized handle. So mm-hmm. that will be something that you see. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, um, one thing actually is part of the reason I grabbed this AUG. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things that's been selling really well, but not many people know we make it, um, mm-hmm. it's these Glock – uh, pistol sight bases, which I don't know if you can. Oh, uh, really? Okay. So interesting. So what's, yeah, what's nice is, is there's a lot of firearms um, like the AUG. You know, if you've got the the standard um, kind of the M1 optic, uh, where maybe you can't fit, let's say traditional flip-up sights. Either the sight radius is too short, um, you know, it would be too high off the off your cheek weld if you're you know sighting down. Um, if you were to put flip-ups on here, it would they'd be right, you know, right. over your head. Yeah. Um, and the, the nice thing about these is too is that you can kind of set the sight. That's uh, cool. To you want. So if you want to put night sights on here, you can put night sights on here. So uh, it's actually really nice for like home defense. Where if the are you seeing out, this, Walt? Are you looking at this? I don't know if Walt's yeah, frozen it's like, on that. It's like a well, I'm 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 boosting high tower armory on, on anyway. Oh, you but are, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, Walt. Don't you have an older style? Um, uh, yeah, like I have this? the uh, not the Styre itself, but the, the clone uh, Microtech. The Microtech. Yeah, look at this. This is cool. Yeah, and yeah, there's so some other. Yeah, I'll try to do this. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, I'm trying not to point it at myself here, but right. Uh, yeah, you can kind of make out the the sight mm-hmm. picture there. But you can put. Yeah. What's cool is, is you can put like 
if you want a ghost ring, Glock, there's Glock ghost rings that you can put mm -hmm. on there for a brief sight. Um, these are oh, okay. just basic Trigicon uh, night sights. So, yeah, when the lights go out or if it's, you know, nighttime, you know, home defense kind of situation, um, you've got something that's quick. It glows in the dark. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about not being able to use your optic because, it's, it's you know, you're not getting any light through it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, there's a lot yeah. of other options, too, for adjustability. Where I really like them is on, uh, I've got a PS90 that's got, uh, it's Ameriglow 7XL suppressor sights. That's like some of the tallest ones they make. And it co-witnesses in the lower third of like Trigicon RMRs or Vortex Venoms. Um, so it works super well for that. So if your battery dies or something, you've got some really basic, you know, they're, they're nothing fancy, but you don't really need it if your red dot dies. You know, if you need... Wait, every PS90 has iron sights? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just waiting for Rich. In the pin. I'm, just, I'm just waiting for him. Um, yeah, listen, do we have, do, do we have like a discount code at Hightower Armory? I don't, I'm not trying to put any pressure on you right now. No, yeah. I'm we, just curious if we do. We do. I, I'll have to activate it. I forgot to do it before this, but I'm glad you're reminding oh. me. I know we have one active every time we do a show. We usually, I think it's okay. Hank 10. Um, okay. So maybe give me until the end of the broadcast here. I can, yeah, um, yeah I can reactivate it. I think it, it, it usually expires in like a week or two weeks or something. I'll oh, set okay. it back up so that after this closes, um, that'll save you 10% on your order. Um, yeah, if you want to check out Hightower Armory. So. Yeah, absolutely. Use the code Hank10. It should be active after this. What's up? Uh, what's up, Walt? Oh, I Walt did. throwing up pictures. Yeah, nice. Oh, we all. On so let's gram. all go over. To, let's all go over to. Uh, let's all go over to. Safety Harbor, the firearms. Safety Harbor. There you go, Safety Harbor. And comment I, I, on it too. Let's help Walt. I gotta. By the way, I need to. I need to find out what that was before we end this. Uh, before we end this show, I need to find out exactly how we got in trouble. Uh, Walt, I'm gonna zoom in on it oh, here. Yeah, what they're saying? Are they saying it's illegal or something? Yeah. What or? did I get this Instagram hit for now? <laughs> um, you know, as we end here. But definitely, there's some cool stuff. I, Andy, I don't know if you if you did remember any other things. But uh, for the folks out there, if you want to, this this stock is not available yet. But if you want to get any of the other stocks that Walter or Flying Rich show, Walt, did you want to say something? Hightower also makes uh, 1022 magazines, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, we do. Um, in fact, these are out of stock right now, but we are currently making more. So um, these are our windowed RM25 uh, 25 round magazines for the 1022 and variants. Um, it's got windows in the side here that are translucent. Um, so you can see how many rounds are left in it, unlike the BX-25. And uh, again, kind of like our MBS-22 concept, we wanted this to be all toolless. So there is a disassembly button in the bottom. You push in on that, and the floor plate slides off. In fact, I'll show you. And you can disassemble the entire magazine oh, wow. in like two yeah. seconds. So if you get, like if you shoot a lot of those waxed ammos, you know, you'll get some of the bulk pack stuff that has a wax coating on it. Um, that'll slowly build up inside of your um, your magazines, and so it's nice to have that option to be able to kind of quickly get in there, um, clean that out, and then of course the round count uh, windows are nice. And what's also cool is if you want to, you can set this up like kind of like a 22 pistol, um, where it's got the thumb assist um, loading option. If you pull these windows out, which you can, they're removable. They store inside the back of the magazine. You can actually pull the follower down from the outside then, and that'll help ease loading. 
make it easier to, oh, cool. uh, to load yeah. if you're shooting high volume. So. By the way, let me throw this up here. This is an old post, and I thought I removed a lot of this stuff because I don't really do anything with Big Daddy Unlimited, and that's the big thing I see up here. Uh, but this is from April of 2018, and I guess I just didn't get to it. But it's the PPSH, Walt. That's what. <laughs> that's the the yeah the rush the the mob my yeah, mob gun. But uh, yeah. that's not sold on any. Oh my god, that's this no, is such, this yeah, is such a, a stupid turds, thing, man. They don't know yeah, what the, that's a stupid at. thing. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, we we'll don't have to. We'll have to make another video. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's it's yeah. I still have the probably have the video somewhere. But yes, we can do another thing. I don't rock with the with the Big Daddy Guns guys anyway, so just no, for anyone no. out there who is curious about that. Um, I also don't what? own them. There's a lot of stupid things like that going on. I'm not an owner. Yeah, at least people don't. At least there's no rumors about you living in your mom's basement. You know that's no. I'm I'm living in my mom's uh, camper van. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so listen, I don't know if uh, Walter or Flying Rich have anything else um, to add because we're we're at the end of the show here, and I'm not sure if uh, Andy does either. But I think we should probably start wrapping it up here. Uh, I'm going to let these guys tell you how you can get in touch with them. We'll start with Walter. How you can? How can people get in touch with you, support you, etc., Walt? You can send smoke signals. You can stretch out the wire between two cans. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. um, or you can you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. There's also um, Safety Hour Firearms. That's safe. And um, I ride mini bikes and play with that stuff too, Andy. So. Dirtfoot Racing nice. on uh, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Stenpot. Stenpot. Stenpot.com there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's coming up soon on Stenpots, you guys. If you're looking for a Glock barrel, we're going to have Glock barrels. They're supposed to be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So 17, 19, threaded, unthreaded, and some uh, 22 and 23 conversion barrels for 9mm. Yeah. So we'll, um, if, yeah, that's coming up soon, Walt? Yeah, that, uh, they're supposed to be here tomorrow. So, okay, cool. If but you... I'll have those. They'll be up on the website probably tomorrow maybe next day something like that so um yeah and they'll be they'll be priced affordably yes yes i don't um, want to i don't want to see them stick around <laughs> you know i'm not about that yeah i want them nesting i want to make them go away it's not so. about that life um I'm, if you I'm let saving, us know what we'll, we'll, we'll do for like hank i gotta get a camper van right like okay sure <laughs> um we um we, if you let us know what, we'll put it out in an email blast. Lolo will put that out in one of our email blasts. Um, DCG44 says, Andy, River made a left-handed 1022. Mags are different than standard for left. Uh, for left-hand, high cap, left mag opportunity, question mark. So there you go. Down, left hand. down yeah. the road, possibly. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, anytime you're dealing with molded parts, which is mostly what we do, um, you have a high upfront cost, and you make your money back in volume. Um, so How is a, a magazine left-handed? Is that a thing? Is that really a thing? Yeah. So what, Ruger, actually, Ruger, quick, he says, not Ruger, not Ruger. Yeah, quick learning lesson if, mm-hmm. for people who are curious about the technical aspect of it. But actually, your magazine uh, has an ejector built in. The, the 1022 has an ejector, but the ejector actually doesn't do anything on the, the 1022 other than if you were to, say, take the magazine out and attempt to eject a casing or a shell full you know full shell um and the ejector is i'll try to show it here so you can see it's actually this little tab at the tip of my finger it's built into the design of the 1022 magazine so when you fire the round comes out kicks on that and then is ejected so that's why you need left-handed magazines with a left-handed 1022 Uh, because otherwise it wouldn't eject 
Genius. Yeah. Now, now I, I know. I got you. learned. I got learned yeah. tonight. <laughs> you taught us something. So, so that, yeah, that's one thing to be aware of is there's going to be a lot more involved to make a left-handed, you know, uh, uh, system, I guess, than just a stock or just a receiver. It's also magazines. It's a lot of things um, that are all tied in, in together on that. So it may be something you see, but we would have to get enough demand for it before that would be you know, something that we would realistically produce. So. Okay, cool. Before I go on to Flying Rich to tell you guys, uh, I just want to remind everyone, no show tomorrow or for the rest of the week. The van's going in the shop. And then I've got a bunch of stuff going on, um, and then I think we're gonna we're gonna start being on the road because we've got some trips to do. We're still gonna be doing shows and stuff like that. Of course, you know we're on the we're on the war path to a thousand episodes here, but you know we've got some stuff going on right now. So no mm-hmm. show for the rest of this week until we catch up with that. Uh, Flying Rich, tell the folks how uh, they can get in touch with you, support you, where they can see you. Sure. Uh, so youtube.com slash flying rich, uh, flying Instagram. I'm flying rich underscore official and pretty much on every other social media. I'm flying rich. And Saturday I'll be at the West Palm beach gun show and I got 50 polymer ready kits. I'm going to be selling and stuff like this in case you don't know what it is. It's a, bed a bear claw, right. bear claw. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought you had like 350. That's a, that's a crotch scratcher. That's that is. That's a crotch <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking here. Uh, last but definitely not least, um, Andy of Hightower Armory. How can the folks uh, communicate with you guys? Uh, where should they go if they want to buy stuff from you? If they want to see your social media, where's the best places to go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thank you for having us, by the way. Uh, yeah, we're on uh, um, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have some of the other social medias, but I'll be honest, we, we pretty much only deal with Facebook and Instagram. And then if you want to get in touch with us directly, our website is www.hightowerarmory.com. Um, and uh, if you ever have questions, too, feel free to email me. I'll give you my direct email. It's just my name, Andy, and that's at hightowerarmory.com. If you have any questions, I'm always happy to help. Uh, you can get in touch with us that way, too. So. Awesome. Yes. Thanks for being here, man. I really do appreciate it. It's been a fun show. I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing that kit when it comes out. And I think we'll, you know, I think that we will uh, we'll probably do a couple of different projects here, try to do some cool stuff um, during, you know, during this year. So we'll probably do a couple of things with uh, Hightower Armory. Um, I'm going to roll in the end and then we're going to come back. One of you guys is going to leave us with words of wisdom. Who wants to do it? Anyone got some words of wisdom? Are we putting it? Are we putting it on? Uh, are we putting it on Andy? Uh, Walter's putting. Everyone's pointing. <laughs> everyone's yeah, pointing yeah, to you, right. Andy. You got some words of wisdom. Hold on, we're not going to do it now. Oh, flying rich. Okay, listen. Well, we'll you don't have to say it right now. I'm going to roll in the end here. I uh, hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, I'm still working on the on the radio stuff. So I got my radio right there. Uh, working on all that kind of stuff right now and uh oh that's a very nice very nice image popping up on there right now um <laughs> well, <you're, laughs> careful, careful there yeah break a one nine okay so listen um let me let me roll in the end let me roll the end in right now all right guys thanks so much for watching listening joining us live on utreon we really do appreciate you guys and all your support uh please go to hankstrange.com if you want to find out more about what we uh where we are what we're up to what we're doing our other uh 
social media platforms, other places we're on. I think Lola and I are we going to do a premiere, Lola, on Stranger Palooza? Yeah, at 11, Lola says we're doing a premiere on Stranger Palooza, so you guys can join us over there. Um, Andy of Hightower Armory, thanks so much for being here. What are your words of wisdom, sir? Uh, don't let your meat loaf. What? Say that again? Don't, don't let your what loaf? Don't let your meat loaf? <laughs> That's what I heard. Don't let your meat loaf. Don't let your, don't let your meat loaf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Marinate on that. Marinate on that. Yeah, throw some ketchup on it. <laughs> well, meatloaf, he died. Well, I can't let my meatloaf. That's true. <laughs> That's some kind oh. of Wisconsin thing. I don't know what is happening. Minnesota. 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 Oh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Sorry, Minnesota. My Minnesota. bad. Well, all the Midwest states are the same to you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Good night, everyone. Uh, we are out of here. I got to push the buttons. Everyone stay right there. I'm going to be pushing buttons right now. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Press the button. Getting a lot of likes on that Instagram post. Press the button. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully people went there and commented.